Welcome to Bickering Thoughts. Today we're going to be talking about Bayonetta 3, and it's been a while, so hold on. We're uh, going to try to get through this. This is your host, Fortuan slash Cham, uh, joined by co-host Jacob slash Gmo. Got your Yo. name right this time. You got it right this time. I'm not Gmo slash Brian. Oh, yeah, oh, check on the miles counter. How many miles did you drive today? Uh, gosh, did we even hit five today, Chance? Did we? <laughs> lowest. Wow. That, that's, I think that's definitely a new so, record for the lowest number. We tried to go to Waverly to get lunch. Our mm-hmm. road was closed. We found out. Oh. Dumpster, dump truck fell over. Oh. Dump truck fell the way. over. All right. So we had to turn around. So we went to Family Dollar for lunch. And then came home. <laughs> Got like that, uh... Jam- supposedly Jamaican, like, hot pocket like things and all of them were spicy beefaroni that sounds terrifying beefaroni they're okay they're really flaky they smell like cornflakes though oh that might be a turnoff for some people Mm -hmm. well i like corn that's something they're that color too so like i should get corn yeah i should get cornflakes for breakfast one day yes actually probably frosted flakes those are much better um so, uh, and then also, uh, welcome, Chance. Uh, we call him Darth Tater, but no one ever calls him that. So, he, that's what he is on Discord. I'm socially uh, lazy. No Twitter tag for you. And then we have BQ slash Brian. Hey, hey, guys. How's it going? We can hear Better that your mic's working. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh no, I realized why I was quiet. My mic was literally turned to the side. Okay, there we go. I was wondering. I was over here adjusting yeah. the levels and everything. <laughs> yeah. No, nope. I just turned you up. It was literally just facing that way. Mm-hmm. Just off to the side. Just so for the dog farts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we played uh, Bayonetta 3. Uh I finished it uh, December 5th. I went back and checked. So I'm going to be a little fuzzy on the details at some points. But it did appear uh, in my game of the year. I do believe it hit number seven. It was just above God of War Ragnarok. Or just, yeah, above with God of War being six, mm-hmm. I believe. Or was it eight and seven? And could, no, because... Monster Hunter Rise was six. I know that. Not that important. It is important for how much I liked it. So, I was super excited for this episode. (laughs) Yeah, please do. We need more numbers on it. Listen. Yes, watch um, me trash games that people loved and hailed dearly. And watch everybody rate everything that Jacob hated highly. God, yeah, yes. that that's that was the list. <laughs> that sums it up. Um, so uh, so how so we'll start off with um, I guess we should explain what this show is because we normally do. So we we all played this game for about seven months, uh, more like <laughs> three, <laughs> but uh, seven months. Oh, you're we try to do a month. <laughs> Two months at most, and uh, it just kind of life just kind of lifed. It got off the rails. Yeah, I'll for admit, everybody. I had plenty of time. I just watched anime. 
because yeah. it no, wasn't late yet, so I didn't do it. Just take, just take the excuse, right. Charles. Just take the excuse. Just you know. Why would I lie? Then I have to remember that I lied. <laughs> nah. So. <laughs> You sound like a birthday bears book, Joss. <laughs> then I have to remember Why would I lie? lie. And then I have to lie on top of that lie. <laughs> yeah. It just gets too hard to keep track of all those lies. Now I have a skyscraper of lies. <laughs> it's easier um, just to say, eh, I did something I wanted to do more. <laughs> that is also true. Uh, so we, uh, we play the game to you know, what we consider completion for ourselves, whether that be a hundred percent or just rolling credits. We usually go by rolling credits, but you know, sometimes we'll go above and beyond or, or not. Um, or, you know, in the case uh, of some games, we don't even finish it because it's that bad. Um, or I value is... my sanity over Sifu. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, um, We'd like to start off with our initial impressions slash going into the game. I'll lead us off on that one. I was very excited for this game. I like this style of game, even though I don't necessarily like Devil May Cry. I do like these spectacle fighters. Uh, so we'll say like the original God of War trilogy was this way. Um, yep. Wonderful 101, uh, you know, another platinum game. Uh, it's, it's pretty good uh the only one that i haven't really played in this genre that i've told i should it was the uh, astral chain i haven't played that yet mm. yeah brian really likes that one uh chance sort of fell off of it i played I for i'm very bad about schedule changing and then i just don't do anything so i played one day because i was gonna play at a certain point during the day and then our schedule changed so i felt weird about playing it so i didn't yeah uh so but i i you know I really enjoy the genre. I was excited for Bayonetta 3. Uh, we've known about it for quite a while. I think two years knowing it before it came out. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, so I boot it up and I start playing and I'm having a good time. It's not what I expected it to be. Uh, as far as like story-wise and stuff. Like it was a little... Uh, even in my initial impressions, it felt a little more dramatic than usually this game series is. Um, it's very lighthearted and very, I don't know. How do you say? Sassy, lighthearted and sassy most of the time. And then the amount of shots of Bayonetta just having a facial expression of awe or wonder in this game was <laughs> much higher much higher than any other game in the series. Agreed. Um, For good reason. So though. yeah. Yeah. So, so that was my initial thoughts going in excitement. And I was like, okay, this is different, but well, let's see where it goes. So, uh, so Chance, since you're so excited, how'd you feel about going into Bayonetta? Well, I've not played any of the other games. Uh, I think that very much impacted how much I enjoyed this because it was pretty low, honestly. It was fun. Uh, probably my only thought throughout, even an initial thought, is I wish I could play as Bayonetta the whole time with... Oh, uh, what's her name? John? No, you're talking about the... Uh, Sword chain. Violetta? Violet. Mm -hmm. Viola. Her. If I could play as Bayo with her fight music, I'd have been happier. Mm-hmm. 
But my my big initial thing is like I could appreciate the combat. I like the the flow and the pacing of it. But I felt like since I used the guns the whole time, the the basic pistols, the punches from the fairy demon, visually just get in the way. Like they need to be partially transparent or something, but they're just actively in the way of seeing what's going on at times. Interesting. So you actively did not participate in switching weapons. Hmm. That would have taken longer. Oh, we'll get to okay. that. We'll definitely get to that. Uh, so, so Brian, how did you feel going into Bayonetta? Going in, it's pretty excited. Um, I really enjoyed uh, Bayonetta two a lot. Bayonetta one, um, it was okay. Yeah. Uh, just to me, like, I, I, when I originally played it, there were I didn't feel it was quite up to snuff to how I liked some of some of the, this, the games in this genre, like uh, Devil May Cry. Or some of the some of the other games, I'm um, here. But yeah, two was like shining, great, tons of fun, and um, I was really excited for three. And um, it it had it had a really cool look and feel. I mean, actually, I'll tell you, looking the look definitely reminded me of the game you listed earlier, Astral Chain. Um, a lot a lot of a lot of the uh, look and feel of uh, just. The details, the monsters, just think how things look. It looked very similar. Um, so I was pretty mm-hmm. excited about that um, to a certain extent because I thought Astro Train was a beautiful looking game. It was a great, great um, spectacle fighter. Uh, probably going to end up being like my favorite of this uh, generation of consoles. Right? But this game was, was pretty high up there on my anticipation list of like jumping in and playing. And then initially jumping in and playing, um, at first I would say I was a little underwhelmed and then it picked up if that makes sense sure yeah okay because like uh, you said i think oh, sorry, like you said i think uh the story was not what i was expecting at first right right uh so jacob how did you feel going in uh yeah so i played the og bayonetta for was it we that a game went on originally no it was a th- it was a PS3 360 game originally. It was? Yep. Okay, well, that's yep. where I played it. Um, I played it on PS3 then. I remember playing it when it came out. I didn't beat it, and then when mm-hmm. it, the collection came out on Switch, I got the collection, and I played through one again. I was like, oh, this is why I didn't beat it. I did beat it that time, but one is just, it's rough. You play mm-hmm. two, two is so much better. Now, for... I'm a, you know, I always like doing the story recaps and stuff like that. One, you save the world. Two, you save heaven and hell and the balance of Earth realm, basically. And I was like, coming into three, I was like, how are they going to top saving all the realms? I was like, oh, and then they just throw a giant (laughs) twist in there (laughs) to uh, basically save all the realms. And, um, that mm-hmm. was it was very it was very interesting uh coming into it um it i like i said it it starting off the spectacle felt great it literally felt um exactly like it just picked off like straight from bayonetta 2 um even yeah, though it was much. even though even though it was years later and i think jennifer hale did a great job stepping into the role like having played bayonetta 2 right before i played bayonetta 3 and literally like 
Oh, like mm-hmm. a couple of days there later. There was at a most. difference, but it was minute. Exactly. It was yes. very, 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 very minute. It was just it was basically smooth. like like some of her choices were just slightly different than what the other actress would have done. But in terms of her just like like all of that sounded like one for one and I was like I was just giddy jumping into the game from from day one you know I I did want to mention this because it was such a big deal when we first started playing this game Mm -hmm. of like the whole voice actor thing uh, was getting replaced and she was making such a big deal and then you've come to find out later that uh, it was not what we thought it was to begin with yeah. And it was it went from such a big deal to one person kind of just complaining. And yep. it was just like oh. Okay. So like t- we yeah. talked about this we we talked about this like the this issue at the end of the previous uh you know normal yeah. episode Ninja mm-hmm. Turtles. We were like, you know, well, we'll see how this goes because it was very iffy at that point. And then yeah, never an we, issue to me. Never an issue. See, I I was waiting to see if it was going to be an issue. I was going to get it either way, but like for me, I was just like, I don't like I. Okay, like I'm sorry if they did that to you, and then it turns out, yeah, no, it's just. I mean, I I mean I I threw out the numbers out there, and I said if that was what they did, it was fair. Mm -hmm. It was a hundred percent fair if that's what they did. Yeah, my my only problem is with what what she did is like that's a really good way to get yourself blackballed. Like you literally are taking something public and are just like, oh yeah, like, that you know what I mean. Like okay, you didn't get you didn't get the yep. job. Okay, like and I and again I'm 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 an artist. I you know I'm in I'm in the arts. Yeah. I play music. I deal with contracts and stuff like that. You go in public with numbers that you were offered or you didn't like the offer. Like, I yep. know she was iconic and had been in the role for a long time. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's in Smash and other crossover mm-hmm. projects and things like that. But when you do that, you know what I mean? Like, let us go crazy because you're not cast. You know, like when David Hayter didn't come back for Metal Gear Solid Five, let us go crazy. David Hayter yeah. just lived it with grace. And it's that now that we got, like, all the facts, it's kind of like, oh, man, we don't want to touch her with a 10-foot pole. You know what I mean? 29 yeah. and a half foot pole. Right. It's really, but it's really unfortunate. Um, you know, when you choose, when you choose to yeah. do that and they're like, actually fact sheets, emails, <laughs> records. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know. Here's the full story. It's like, Oh, why did you do this? It, it kind of yeah. reminds me of the whole, I don't know if you guys knew this as much, it reminds me of the whole fallout between id Software and Mick Gordon uh, mm-hmm. over Doom Eternal. Because he was like, yeah, you know, like they didn't, I, this was totally not something I would have done when they released like uh, uh, the soundtrack for Mick Gordon. And like part of his contract was to release part of a soundtrack for Doom Eternal. Yeah. That's still not happened yet. And yep. that was like, so yeah, it was uh it was quite the thing. So uh that being yeah. said, um let's start where uh everyone seemed to talk about this quite a bit. How did we feel about gameplay? Um it to to me, 
I'll say this. The reason why I'm okay saying this first, one, first and foremost, this is usually the part where these kinds of games shine. This is usually their their big key factor, along with the visuals, I would say. It's the mm -hmm. spectacle plus the gameplay. Um, but also, I would say the gameplay changes up throughout the game, but not drastically. You're still doing the same kind of things throughout the whole game. They just can can we can we uh, talk about a a, a a major point there? Sure. I Minor. So, okay. I feel different about that. So small spoiler: the multiverse mm -hmm. of Bayonetta is introduced here, and the multiverse is basically at risk of being destroyed. We'll get to the story yeah. later, but what that does is it introduces Bayonetta going now. Bayonetta has always had various weapons throughout the like the entire series, but what it introduces is Bayonetta going to different multiverses, meeting other Bayonettas, and getting those weaponry and getting additional summons and working with them in specific ways. Sorry, go back back to you, Champ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so while the summons can be drastic and the weapons also drastically different. The gameplay is still usually dodge, attack, dodge. Now, when you play mm -hmm. viola, it's block, but it's still block, attack, block. And yeah. Dodging's sort of a thing with viola. Sort of, kind of. Yeah, um, the counters more. So, do you, do you not agree on that stance, Brian? Where, where, where are you not agreeing? I mean, I'd say there's a quite a. I think there's more change of pace in this game than there has been in, in, in prior Bayonetta's as well, too. On top of like, I guess, I guess I'll say th throw out there just the various different other play styles you end up playing because of things like kaiju and and um, the oh, it's side certainly missions. different from Bayonetta too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was gonna say like the side missions. I mean, like all the all those things. Like, I think there's a lot more variance in what you're doing, in my opinion. Right, but than, than prior but games. I was saying in the context of this game, it doesn't change up too. There's not a there's not like a progression as much throughout the game as much as there's differences, right? Like there's different styles and side quests that you do throughout the game, but you're not like, Oh, I've unlocked this ability. Thus the game is, you can always just unlock whatever ability whenever. And okay. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. That, that's what I was trying to say. It's, it's not spoilery to get into the gameplay. Okay. Because... I was more thinking of the change of pace and throughout the game. We'll, 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 we'll hit some. Yes. Bases, there is a change of pace. You're, you're There's quite a few. There's quite yeah. a few. So um, I would say the game breaks down into three characters. Usually you only play Bayonetta, but the game breaks down into three three characters. You get to play as Jean, Bayonetta, and Viola, and they all control differently. Bayonetta is your standard Bayonetta gameplay. Uh, well, kind of. They throw in the kaiju mechanic, which is very different, but you're still Bayonetta, and you're doing Bayonetta things, but you're also doing kaiju things with Bayonetta. Um, and then also Superforms, which was new. Um, there's a lot to talk about that's new in this Bayonetta if you've played other Bayonettas. Yes. Like, it's... You get this weird hybrid form that is the kaiju... Of like, your kaiju battles. Weapon. Like, and, and well, I was talking about the hybrid battles. forms. He's talking about the, 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 tra oh, the transportation. Oh, yeah, where well, you're... 
Yeah, where your move, where your where you trans, where your where the movement forms are even the the super like what you do, where you're mm-hmm. like, all right, this big attack as this thing, or for a while. it becomes your traversal also, yes. like the way you traverse. Yes. Uh, so Bayonetta transforms a lot more in this, yes. and like her powers, it feels like her powers have immensely grown from two. Like, yes. mm-hmm. like leaps and bounds. It, and, and that was a cool progression because one to two, it feels like her powers are pretty much the same and she gains a lot of powers in two, but mm-hmm. like it feels like more like a progression in the standard game. The gap between two and three of powers feels like 50 years of training. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> it's like if you stopped at the Raditz saga and suddenly you're in Cell Saga of Dragon Ball Z. Agreed. Yeah, like... Agreed. Like you are no, just. She went into the hyperbolic time chamber, and came out, and she's she now has Super Saiyan, Super Saiyan two, or whatever. When we didn't know. Right. So, so to to focus on Bayonetta's gameplay, you have a weapon of choice, and that weapon determines your movement style, as well as you know your, your attacks and your dodges and stuff. And there are a multitude of weapons. Like, you mm-hmm. unlock weapons post-game. There's a weapon that you unlock in the credits. Like, yeah, yep. Absolutely uh, insane. And then you can switch up between three different kaiju that you can have to fight at the same time. Now, like, when you're doing a kaiju, it mostly takes up the screen of the kaiju. But Bayonetta is also hittable and hitting things while you're doing the kaiju. It's just you and the kaiju are in sort of a simultaneous movement and attack Pattern. Yes. To to be clear, you're summoning the different demon contracts, and you're literally having specific control, and I mean very specific controls for them. And you can unlock additional ones for each summon. I think there's what like ten addition, like ten total summons, something like this. It's stupid. Yeah. Combos yeah. for them. Combos yep. for her. Combos like, for like, them. Combos for her. And progress- each, sorry, and each summon is related to a specific weapon, because like. Cham said, "Like I, when I when I was playing, the guns are normally the first weapon, and all of her skills are normally like tied to the gun. And those are every basically that was all bayoneted two skills that take you a whole game to unlock. And I unlocked those in like mm-hmm. the first mission, like the entire thing. I was like, what's up here? Then I got the next weapon. I was like, and then oh. and then the opposite side of that same tree is Madam Butterfly skills. Yes, and you're like, yep. oh, yeah, that's like, yep. that's her name, Johns, the one you used as Madam <laughs> Butterfly." <laughs> I mean, the summon I liked best was Choo Choo, but I didn't use that weapon. Uh, oh, that weapon was sweet. That was the yeah, uh, Choo Choo Chainsaw. Yeah, Choo Choo Chainsaw. Choo Choo Chainsaw. Yeah. Did you get to ride um, the chainsaw? It's I hated amazing. the summon, but I loved the chainsaws. Summon was great. Summon was trash. Yeah, <laughs> summon was hard to figure out. There were some yeah. challenges where you had to do. There was like one of the side mission challenges where you had to use the choo choo to to kill everything in one go, and yes, that one was tough. Like that one was super tough, but enjoyable still because yeah. you had to jump the up- with the train. It was very difficult. Yeah. Then the, then the other thing which was cool about like the weapons and the summons, like you had your full suite of summons that you'd have to go into your your menu to to swap in or out. But you, like you said, you always had three, and then you always had two weapons available. So I mean, like you had some really diverse combinations just at your fingertips, out going into the menu. You set yourself up with the, with, with the summons you wanted, with the two weapons you wanted to use at that time, and you could just hot swap between those as you're fighting. And it really felt 
very, very different, you know, just depending on this weapon plus this summons or, or this, you know, th- or switching between these three summons. Mm-hmm. So the mm-hmm. fights could, without, without swip swapping anything else in, you could play and it, it would just feel very different with just the two active and the three you have, the two uh, active weapons and three active summons. Yeah. And then you have everything else you can swap in whenever you feel like two mm-hmm. on top of that. Yeah. So, I mean, it, like, no. it, and it you could cool. do it. You could do it on the fly. Just pause and switch out weapons, and you were good. Like yeah. it wasn't like an end of mission thing or anything. I will no. say. Go ahead. I, I want to ask you guys. So there's a lot of weapons. What were your guys' favorite? I know Chance. You only played guns. You only played uh, hand and feet guns. So I, I can say my favorite skill: the handguns. Sure. I I got really really lazy when I got the skill that just as you're shooting charges a laser that fires because that laser damages things that you have to witch time mm. so there are some of the aerial enemies or some of the weaker ones that you're like do something tricky to hurt days like or just i started blasting <laughs> so anyways i started blasting <laughs> right okay okay uh jacob what was your favorite weapon um Summon. I should say. I assume Madam Butterfly was your favorite summon, Chance. No, it's Choo Choo. Choo Choo. That's right, Choo Choo. I w- so I will say, Madam Butterfly always had a spot in the rotation, just because her summon was very very versatile. But I did not use the guns once I got three other weapons, um, mm-hmm. or two other weapons. Um, the yo yo stayed. Of the flaming yo-yo, spinning fire yo-yo stayed in my arsenal pretty much the entire time. And then I would always sub in like a heavy weapon. So at first it was the one that super heavy one that Rodan gives you. I think that's the same one Chance was talking about with like you charge it up. This, you get the rocket shot. hammer? Yeah. Um, that that thing was doing serious damage to bosses. Um, and then the, the, the chainsaws was another one. Uh, and then towards the Again, we, we always talk about spoilers, but the spoiler for the weapon type. Uh, towards the end of the game, you get a uh, magic uh, magic wand <laughs> and a hat. And you also get um, a microphone, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it was, there, was just so, there were so many good ones. There were so many good ones. Um, yeah, but that, definitely the yo-yos. The yo-yos actually were at the top, though. They're at the tippy-tippy top for me. Just because okay. I love web swinging. Um and you get a little wall crawling with the movement there, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so so Brian, what was your uh, what was your favorite summon before Jacob? Uh, favorite. Oh me. Oh, go ahead. Uh, favorite summon though. <sighs> it's probably Madam Butterfly, just because she's very versatile. Okay. Um, like if I just needed to get something done, and I was like, oh, Madam Butterfly. By the way, small aside. The biggest change for me is that they included the summons in your skill set. So there's a like, cause there's, as we talked about, there's a specific summon button for you to summon the, summon the, the different demons when you, mm-hmm. you know, when you're fighting. But if you hit them at the specific time in a combo, they come out and do giant damage. So it was always yep. fun to just be like flipping through all three of them and just like racking up these like crazy combos, uh, mm-hmm. you know. Sorry, go ahead. But go ahead, Brian. Your uh, favorite weapon, favorite yeah. summons. 
All right, my favorite weapon. I have three listed. Out. I have two listed out here. I have yo-yo, the yo-yo spider. <laughs> I think Igne- I think it's the igneous yo-yo or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the, the the trains all like mm-hmm. awesome. Loved it. Okay, um, demon. I have to go with the. What is it? Is it Gamora? Is his name? I yeah, think? the dragon. Gamora. Yeah. Yeah, the dragon. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's basically just, like Bayonetta's like iconic summon outside of uh, Madame Butterfly. That's like yeah. her main two. And the spider was I always really the spider was always around, especially in, in Bayonetta mm-hmm. too. But it didn't get a spotlight until this game with the yo-yos because the alternate the multiverse bayonetta spider was way cooler who really yeah really really cool. and I, I and i will have to say like close second for me would be bale bale which the, one uh, the frog yes yeah cool. the egyptian frog one the egyptian cool. frog princess uh, yeah yes Especially when Bill turned into Bill Zebel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, which we'll have to talk about that because that might have been my favorite part of the whole game. Uh, Got ya. So, uh, no surprise, Yo Yo Spider was also my favorite. Also, my favorite summon. I use those all the time. Unless I was forced to use a different summon or forced to use a different weapon mm-hmm. throughout the whole game, I did Yo Yo Spider. Now, I will say. I played every weapon for at least 30 minutes uh, in my game t- gameplay. Okay. And that's because I did the extra uh, forever mode that unlocks. And I would di- and I did it with every weapon. I wow. completed a mission with every weapon. Wow. Uh, just to test it out. Including the super secret spoiler uh, we're gonna, I'm going to say this right now. Anchor uh, that you get in the credits. Oh, I thought you were going to say the other super secret weapon. No. Okay. I was saying the anchor. <laughs> okay. Because my new favorite song, F with an anchor. You ever heard that song? It's no. amazing. <laughs> Let's put it in the chat. I'll have to send it to you. Okay. It's a, it's hilarious. It's a pirate song. All right. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, that was my, my favorite. So basically that's the majority of Bayonetta gameplay, but then you had the viola missions where Mm -hmm. you didn't have a customizable set. You just had viola. Now you could upgrade her moves and stuff, but you couldn't really change much. Um, and she had Cheshire with her, the summon, which, uh, apparently is a big deal because Cheshire is, uh, canonically bayonetta's first summon yeah he's like a he's like a lost missing summon or something like that yep right so because the new game bayonetta in the lost woods or something like that the lost demon or something yeah i think it's that Um, lost demon uh yeah it it features bayonetta as a youngling and uh cheshire so viola has cheshire and uh a katana or a sword or whatever looks like like a small katana to me and she goes into witch time which we didn't mention too much which time is when you perfect dodge something things slow down it's been a thing of bayonetta for the whole time um 
And when you perfect dodge, Bayonetta goes into Witch Time, which slows the world down. You get to do extra combos, basically at zero risk. Uh, Viola was perfect block, and then you go into Witch Time. And it was a much shorter Witch Time, and I think Viola was a lot more difficult, and I think like that was on purpose. Yeah, so they actually ended up uh, patching that to make the window a little closer to Bayonetta's dodge window, mm-hmm. and I think they even gave her her own version of Bat Within. Um, cause it, it oh. definitely would, I played it pre-patch and post-patch and I was like, oh, it's a, it's a giant difference. I'm pretty sure I finished the game. Oh, you did. You definitely did. Okay. Yeah. Well, to me, it was a very tight window and it I was. felt like, I felt like that was on purpose though, because Viola is certainly not like Bayonetta. She is very yeah. much a witch, not within her powers. Uh, the way that Bayonetta is. Mm-hmm. She is still learning the ropes. And I felt like, you know, like, remember, like, Into the Spider-Verse, when Miles, like, they, they dropped his frame rate when he was not used to being Spider-Man yet. So he looked awkward and chunky and slow Yeah, versus yeah. the other Spider-Man. And, like, I like how they, that's what it felt like with Viola for me. It just, you know, wasn't as fun to play her. And then yeah. I the the third gameplay that we interacted with was Jean, her close friend, uh, another witch in the coven, and uh, that was just stealth Metal Gear Solid missions. Not all the way. It it started it started no. off as being presented as that, but then when you get to the second mission, it's like, hey, this is more like Contra. Uh, Contra. Uh, what's the one on PlayStation Two? The one that's really sweet. It's like that one. I think it was Hardcore or something like that. I don't remember what it was called. Oh, no, no. I'm not saying Metal Gear Solid as in can't get caught and you die kind of thing. No, Metal Gear Solid is in Revengeance almost. Like, you're no. you're still doing you're still doing stealth and stuff, but you're total, like, bad A if you get caught out. You can just kill everything if you yeah. get caught. Yeah. Like, these, there's still, like, yeah. achievements within the, their system. Even though the Switch doesn't have achievements, there's still like different achievements you can get in the in the system for doing it. But yeah, it definitely has like Contra Shattered Soldier vibes mixed with like some Metal Gear. Um, to to me, to me, once once they got to like the second level on and like they introduced like the bosses and stuff, that's when I was like, oh, this is Contra. I was like, this is mm. this definitely feels like a Contra game yeah. to me. Like a PS2 sure. era. Sure, I know. Game. I didn't play a lot of Contra, so I didn't have. Yeah, if if you look up the gameplay play specifically for Contra Shattered Soldier, that's specifically what it felt like. Especially when you're doing like the bike level that, and stuff. Is that like Metal Slug ish? Yes, I've never played that Contra. Yeah, either. but but okay. it's basically because that's what I got out of this game. I, I never like, played Metal Slug like me- either. Metal Slug. What? Not an arcade or or nope. or man at the console? Nope. Man, let's take him to an arcade. Okay, like, dude, if I was in an arcade, I was playing Mortal Kombat or Primal Rage, dude. But you would like Metal Slug and Contra because both games, Contra is aliens. You're I literally played fighting the NES aliens. Contra, and that was just nuts. It is nuts because it's literally <laughs> a, like the further you get, the worse you're like, what the frick yeah. is going on? Same thing with Metal Slug. You start out shooting dudes, yep. and then eventually, like, you're fighting like aliens on like a pyramid. It's Metal. They're both of them games, man. They're, they're like make you feel like you're tripping yep. or something. 
and that's and that's I mean that's how this those side quests with John felt like. I mean, like yeah. every time you got a little further, it got a little bit more trippier and a little, little harder, a little crazier. You're like, all right, well, you know, these are going to be pretty basic. Yeah. And then you get to the next one, you're like, okay, they've ramped it up. They've added more things. There's more things to be aware of. There's more things to interact. With. There's more crazy things around me. And then all of a sudden, boss battles and this and elevators and all. Just, just yeah. yeah. They just kept they just kept up in the ante. And I was I, at first, I was like, eh, this will probably get on my nerves after a few more times, and it it didn't. Yeah, yeah. I uh, so for me, I think the bayonetta stuff is the strongest. Uh but I think all three were good and decent. Like, I, you know, mm. Viola stuff, mm. Viola stuff is obviously less refined and less often, but it's still like Bayonetta gameplay. And then Jean's was totally different. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it was a decent change of pace that I, that I enjoyed. You do not agree. You didn't like them, like them all. I will, so Bayonetta is king, right? Like mm-hmm. best, best get hurt playing as Bayonetta. The best, usually the best time you're gonna have. I would then say the second best time is John. That's and that's then, fine. And then Viola. There were there were moments with Viola that were really good, but her average was just I, I there just it just was not as polished. Overall, like right. when you're playing in her, and which is post, which is on purpose. I mean, she's kind of stumbling around, being called Kitty all the time and all that stuff. Yeah. It just, yeah. I, like, I was always like for the most part trying to get to the end of her levels. Like, all right, let's just get to the end of her level. There may be something cool there, but I don't want to play her for that for, 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 for very long. For the most, part. oh yeah, I always did terrible. Like you get those rankings, and like the viola, viola rankings were terrible for me. Like, I was not good with her. Um. And I even unlocked everything with her just to try to get better with her. And nope, nope, didn't like. I do see potential there with 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 that with with with, with what they were doing with that. Like you say, with the counter versus the the dodge. Like there was some potential there that can be expanded upon potentially in the future. But like her playing her playing Bayonetta and then getting forced to play her in the same type of you know gameplay just was unfair to that character. I'm just going to be honest. Like you just didn't have the options. You didn't have the, you didn't have the same kind of ability or flexibility. You got kind of, I mean, in my opinion, you got nerfed in most cases. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, you're not wrong. I think the gameplay was very, very dependent on your use of Cheshire, her summon and running around in tandem with him, but also like building up these combos. It was, it was a very um, like the music was great, and that's what kind of like always oh, yes. best battle music oh, yes. in the entire game, yeah. and that's saying something because yes. this game had some Although, incredible music. I, let me, let me put it: there's some points in which the original Bayonetta music comes back that are so good. Though. Yes, like yes. when oh, you get yeah. that or, oh, that yeah. original Bayonetta music where where, where it's got that um, like a really jazzy piano that really sticks out. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. And we'll get there. Cause we have to get there with the, the story. Of course. Of course. When that music comes to, out yeah. to me. So you think that's the best, you think that's the best music for you, for you in that game? In the Viola's game? music. Uh, it was just so, I'm talking like jo- Chauncey's agreeing. I'm saying just cause I could just listen to it for like hours, just like running through an entire level. 
Okay. Um, I think it, I think it, that there's it would be number it'd be number yeah, I think two that there's some better me. music in the game overall, but in terms of like this is a video game and it just makes me want to play more, not like, oh, I'm watching a cutscene, this is so great, or this is crazy spec. No, it's just like I just love just like every time I hear it, just, just like a lot of the music <laughs> had almost had that very like nostalgic feel to it. And that was just one of those ones that yeah. just like put me back in my bedroom, like in two thousand three, you know what I'm saying? I'm like in, in high school and I'm, you know what I mean? It's like, let's yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. Mid to late nineties, early two thousands game yes. music where you're like Rock, 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 like rock, extreme. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, um, she definitely right. she definitely had some serious punk vibes yeah. going on. Like it was yeah, yeah. It, the music was fitting. Yes. Yeah. The music was. Fitting. I will say though that Viola got the best when um, she got uh, she went Super Saiyan for all intents and purposes. When that happens, yeah. that that's basically what completes the arsenal for her, um, and that kind yeah. of makes her a whole lot her kit a whole lot better, in my opinion. Sure. Yeah. But, um, yeah, because she was missing that sort of like power up. Mechanic. Yes. Can can yeah. we talk though about some of the bad though? Yeah, yeah, we can. Uh, okay. So I'm I'm gonna jump straight to my biggest complaint with the controls. And you know, because I always do a good, bad, and the ugly. This is the ugliest of everything in Bayonetta 3. You have so many weapons and no weapon wheel. So many summons. Yes! And yes! no summon wheel. Yes! It's it, yes. It, it, and and they give you enough currency. And I actually and I I played this game. And if I had any side missions that just frustrated me, I just moved on. I was like, if it takes away from my enjoyment yeah. of the game, I'm just not going to play it. I'm just going to enjoy the main story. Oh, so I gonna... I completed every single one I found, including the really hard ones, mm. like. The ones where you couldn't touch the ground. Oh no! Nope. Like those were the I just, most. No, difficult. those are those. If, if it took away I my enjoyment, I said, I "Let them. me just let me just play and just and just enjoy the games." I I immensely enjoyed. I gave it three I tries. Like, like I, if, uh, if let me say this: if it was one of them that I hate, I gave it three <laughs> tries, and then I'm like, "Let's keep going." Before but that's I hate. it. Okay, so that you, let, I'm let, saying, me, let me. I just interject hold on real quick. Hold on real a little bit right here. Go ahead. Hold on. It, it, and I'm not going to sidetrack you. I just want to say I did play one and two before I played this game. Uh, yes. And then I took a break and I played one game in between and then I played three. And then I don't even remember what that game was at this point. I think it was Stray. Um, maybe that was right after. I don't know. Anyways, that's not important. I started to feel super comfortable with the controls and I did my best as far as grade wise on the same difficulties I played on normal i didn't play on hard but i played on normal on all the games and then when i got to bayonetta 3 my skill level was higher than it normally is for bayonetta so i felt pretty confident in my abilities when i was mm. playing this game so when i got those tougher challenges i wanted to challenge myself so i did and nothing took me probably over 20 tries like mm. i never spent even an hour on on any of the most difficult stuff uh, okay Three tries for the hardest ones, and for the ones I liked, I would try until I beat them. But if they were hard, I'm like, you get three tries, and if I don't like it, okay. We're so on. going back to my original point, the only reason I say that yeah. is okay. that I didn't do all the challenges, but I still had more than enough currency to level up every weapon that you got. I think the only one I didn't play was the oars, the anchor. Mm -hmm. That said, 
like the fact that you could not hot switch and had to jump into a pause menu to switch games in the year of our Lord and Savior of 2022 is an egregious oversight by the development team. Like we're talking, we're living in an age of Xbox Series X's and S's and PlayStation 5's and SSDs on PCs. So when you have to jump into a Nintendo Switch menu and flip pages and flip pages and press multiple, I was like, yo, like it is very like all the way through the game. Every time I had to, because I wanted to play all the weapons are so cool. And each weapon, because each weapon has its own movement tied to it. I agree. Sometimes disagree. Sometimes you want like again, I didn't play with the guns. Here's the big thing. I didn't play with the guns. Some of the movement challenges are actually much easier with Madam Butterfly. But I don't like the guns because I've been playing the guns for two games. So I want new weapons. So I played the guns for one game. I only played swords and bayonetta too. Uh I played uh, guns and bow and arrows. Swords were sweet too. The bayonetta two did have some good weapons, but it didn't have as many. So it was like once I locked in, it was like four weapons. Also, also you could put weapons on your hands and your feet. So you kind of like double dipped a little bit. It's like, hey, my hands have the guns, but my feet have these little blasters that I can switch from fire and ice. I was like, yeah, this is great. Um, Mm -hmm. Sad those weapons didn't come back, by the way, because you could freeze bosses and blaze other bosses. Anyway, that's the point. The fact that it it just needed a quick change system, in my opinion, because the game is so frenetic. It's so fast. Like having a moment just be like, oh, man, this would go better. This weapon would go better with this boss. Let me just flip over real quick because she is literally just summoning these things out of thin air. You know what I mean? Like that's just kind of like the whole point of Bayonetta. So you're just boom, 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 popping these summons out. Boom, boom. Like it would have made the gameplay just feel that much better. Now that said gameplay was still fire without Mm -hmm. it, but it egregiously needed that in my opinion. 100% agree. And then some, because I originally, I didn't switch weapons for a while because for like the first couple of chapters, like first, because I was just, I was like, I have to pause the game, <laughs> like, like, I, t- and and they kept giving me more and more, so it wasn't like they only, like, they kept giving me a ton. So like when I was like, I was like, okay, I have to pause the game, and like you said, page over, oh man, pick the weapons from a weapon wheel, which is funny because you pick them from a weapon wheel inside the menu, and I'm like, but why couldn't I just like, because you can tap the button to switch between the two. I, why couldn't I just hold Yo, the button? It's my, and the wheel popped up, and I quickly, thought. I quickly add. Even if I can only quick switch between okay, two, so and then I can hold what? and swap one in for one of the two. Okay, I will. Uh, so I will give you this. However, how severe is this problem for you? Like, does this hurt the game? It when, was with, pretty. It, Grand Theft Auto has been doing this for twenty me years. Pretty bad. Here, here's 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 the reason why it hurt pretty bad because. Like you said, I would like to play this weapon here. I would have got I would have gotten more mileage out of, of more weapons. Like the fact of the matter is I did not play the weapon like all the weapons as much as I want. Like you said, we had your favorite weapon. Yes, I had my favorite weapon, but I also would have swapped the secondary weapon way more. I would have played way more weapons, had way more exposure with these other weapons. Quite often what I would do is I would get get the new weapon and I would use it for, you know, use it use it for the for the required you know, the rest time. of that that chapter yeah. and then the next yeah 
I would I would have loved to get more playability out of these. You, it would have made more playability out of these weapons because I could have said, "All right, cool. I love these two weapons, but at any point in time, I can quickly pop in these other weapons." I, so, I still I'm still fine with like all the other menu stuff and having to manage all that because yes, you manage the skills and all that other. Yeah, stuff. that makes sense for a menu outside of there. That makes sense for a menu. Okay, so so I yeah. don't disagree with this point. However, I don't think that it's severe in my opinion. So like like I that doesn't bother me that I had to menu to switch weapons as as much as because like okay so you got to think what 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 are the games that 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 Cham likes to play Monster Hunter Diablo and Doom and the only thing that has an equation uh, that's close to this is Doom which does have a weapon wheel in the modern ones the Doom Eternal and um, 2016 but Monster Hunter and Diablo, both of them, if you want to change anything, menu right away. Just pop up the inventory. Uh, and, and you can't even change anything mid-hunt in Monster Hunter. Like, I mean, you, you got to do it between quests. But like, Monster Hunter is a calculated combat game. Bayonetta is a fast, frenetic, no, I, and I spectacle said that. It's fighter. It's closer to Doom. Spectacle fighter. To Doom Your words, not mine. Spectacle fighter. So it by nature, everything is just it's literally popcorn in a microwave. You got like fifty enemies. I'm pretty sure God of War. The, the God of War three. God of War three lets you do that. Like you just literally left on the D pad, and you swap between Kratos's two swords and all the other weapons you had. Like I'm, you just I'm literally gonna be, just pressed over I'm on gonna the D pad. Be honest. God. The original God of Wars one, two, and three. I never switched away from from the Blades of Chaos. I just like if I unless I was forced to, I was always on Blades of Chaos. Like I just. I'll be so, honest. I think like, this is absolutely not something that bothered me. Granted, I didn't really switch weapons much, but <laughs> this, this comes to a decision that I I have a lot with current games. Like we've been playing Wild Hearts, and there's like a passive skill tree that you unlock. And the truth is, you just play the game enough, you get everything. And there's times when I want some decisions to have a cost. You know, the the gameplay of being able to switch between the three summons comfortably and quickly, and sometimes really only two, because you got forced to have a certain one for storyline reasons. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. want to feel like I'm changing my loadout constantly. I'm comfortable setting a loadout and using it, even when I use the other weapons a little bit. And I don't feel like that's something that we should be asking. Like, you're just wanting to be spoiled. It's a game. It's built on this system of three summons, two weapons, that's six combinations. Like, if you want to have access to everything, go into your menu. Like, just deciding that this isn't an advance that should be because it can, it just feels... Mm -mm. Yeah. I don't. Th- I didn't have again. It's it's just the the genre. Like like was there even, a weapon like, wheel? I, okay, my, my, my two. But you had like four weapons. They was tripled the amount of weapons. They two. tripled the amount of weapons. I answer the question, please, because I didn't know. And I didn't feel like it was <laughs> no. <needed. laughs> okay, so why does I I just don't get where this de- almost demanding desire is coming from when. It is a menu. It takes time, sure, but how much are you going to play a weapon before you realize? So, okay, you're in mission. 
10 plus. Mm-hmm. You're like, you know what? I need chainsaw because I feel like this is a good chainsaw moment. Menu over, take your 10 seconds to equip chainsaw. Mm-hmm. Like, how does that take you out of the game? Like, I can understand the situation of, oh, each verse, I feel like there's a different weapon that I want. But, be real. Everything died to the shooty guns. So it's not like it's Here, not like you need it. Here's where it takes you out of the game. Here's where it takes you out of the game, Chad. I think the fact that you stuck on just Here. one weapon proves our point just a little bit. When they give you that many yeah. weapons, <laughs> it's kind of encouraging you to try all the weapons. Oh, I tried them I, I did to. try all the weapons, but I tried them a whole mission at a time. Yeah, that's the other side ahead, is yeah, ahead, that's just the difference of how we play. That's it. That's all it is. Well, he, well, no. Here's 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 a here's the thing that I'll, I'll throw out there. Mm-hmm. So you, you're in you're in the you're in the middle of a combat with let's say some boss or whatever, and you're in the heat of battle. I'm in the heat of I am literally focused. I'm like I am into this game. I am flowing. I am kicking butt. I am bayonetta for 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 lack of yeah. Know, for, for, for all its intents and purposes, this is me and this yeah, game are yeah, one like, at this point. Band I am from her, Smash using, Brothers, Bayonetta, yes. Yes, I am just, I am her, and I am, I got these weapons on me, and this is all I have because I don't know of a pause button. There, there just doesn't exist right now. It's just me, it, it's me and the but, monster. But a weapon wheel And I'm sense? like, man, this fight is really, uh, this fight is really hard. Like, I, I'm, I'm not understanding why I'm so nerfed in this fight. Oh, this monster is really fast, and I have the really slow, swingy weapon with me, and I have the other one that's, like, good for, like, long range, but not crowd control. But I, I can I can work my way through this, but it's a slog. It'd be, it, and now so I gotta pause the game and take myself out of the action. I mean, that's just that's how my brain works. Is that like I am into the action, and then halfway through, I'm like, man, I was that was last couple of fights were kind of garbage. Like, what happened? I'm like, oh crap, I need to switch the weapon. Okay, so, so- I, I, I might play twenty minutes of like me like why beating my head against the wall before I realize like, oh yeah, crap, I need to. I took. That when there's a weapon wheel, I just tap like, oh crap! Yeah, let me just. So, I did try every weapon during the time in which I got them. Right, like mm-hmm. I, I, I did have mm-hmm. loadouts, but the B loadout was always the, the uh, roller derby bayonetta, the the skateboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. what I would do, yeah, yeah, spider. What I would do is I would play with the new weapon in the mission, right, and then I'd be like. I've had enough of this weapon. I want to be a spider. And I would just switch back to the, like my, like it was no events or buts. When I was, when I went to the rollerblades, I was so much better. Like the rollerblade yo-yos, like those, I got mm-hmm. so good with that. I started perfecting most fights. If I use that mm-hmm. and I never, so like I didn't experience what you're talking about. We're like, Oh man, that, that crap, that fight went, when crappy because like i just got so good with the rollerblades i was just like nah this is this is my thing so like i i think that there is a point to what you're saying i just don't i don't know i never saw it you know what i mean like i never saw that so here it's it's not about being good so for example those rollerblade yo-yos are are my were my favorite weapon but they were not good for certain enemies i could make them work and I could do a good job, mm-hmm. but it was totally not the way I wanted to play. If that makes sure. sense, like now I'm not now I'm not playing the yo-yo the yo-yo things the way I want to play them. I have to play them the way I'm being forced to play. 
because I'm using the wrong weapon. And I don't know I'm using the wrong weapon until I swap to another weapon. Which, what if I swap to another weapon and it's still not the right, it's still not quite what I, I want. I just, I didn't now feel I like, back I, I just didn't feel like the gameplay required you to switch weapons at all. I don't, I don't, I didn't feel that. I felt it was a preference. Yes, I mean, that's, that's the whole point. My, it is a preference. My preference, my preference, like, when I was fighting certain things, my preference was, you know what? The yo-yo things aren't quite the right tool. I can use them, and I can make it work, but they're not quite the right tool in my, from my, from my perspective. Like, this is, this is taking longer than it should, or I have to do more things than I should for this particular fight. But I know the other weapon that I have in my arsenal is really good against these things. Like, it just crushes them. I would love to just swap. They even make the enemies that way. Like, you'll see enemies come back that are like, oh, yeah, when I was in the previous level, this particular weapon was great against them. But I have the yo-yos and the and whatever else out on right now. Well, let me go pause. And then you can go to and as enemy types built up. And then depending on where you're at in the game, you may see a more diverse. Sometimes it was just these, you know, like you said, when you go to a new level, it's just these enemies against that are good that you, your weapon should work mm-hmm. against. But at some levels, there were there were like, hey, you're probably a better better tool than a hammer for this job, but you can use the hammer if you want to. I, I will go. I don't know. I I just that that was I my point. I, okay, I mean, like, I don't think you guys are wrong. I just don't think that it was merits that strong of a reaction. I'm, but hey, you know, I, your, I will say opinion. again, the math ain't mathing. They tripled the number of weapons and they half the number of weapons you can equip. I'm just saying. That's that's my big point. Bayonetta 2, we had like four or five weapons, and I could equip four weapons at a time. That made the versatility and what I could do pretty freaking awesome. So I had gun swords, bows, and the little fire or fire icy weapons. That was my jam. Mm-hmm. You couldn't do all four of them. Yeah, you could. The bow took up two. No, the bow took up two slots. I thought no. You put yeah, the thing. It takes up two slots. I'm telling you, you put the thing on, you put hands and feet. You just couldn't put the bows on the feet. Yeah, but it also took two hands, the bow. Might have. I can't remember what it was. If it wasn't the bows, then it was another way. Either, either way, I still had but four you, weapons. You couldn't equipped. do all of them at once either way. And, and no, you. St- I mean, you, but you had two sets. Yeah. You had two sets. Hands, yeah. feet, hands, feet. That's my whole point. And we had two weapons. <laughs> two mm-hmm. weapons. If I had less weapons, no. I wouldn't have complained about them. No. I mean, honestly, I, I, and that, that was the kind of thing. Like, I was fine up until a certain point. I was just like, there's a lot of weapons. I really want to, like, play them all, all the time. Like, this is cool. Like, I was super, super excited about the, 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 the amount of weapons. I don't think there's a weapon I didn't like. Same, same. So, like, like when, 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 when that was, when that's the case, that is that that really made it like hard for me. Like I'm like, all right, well, these are the weapons I'm going in with, and I guess I'm just going to stick with it. And it made it really hard because I was like, all right, cool. I don't mind. Like I said, for a person, I would I would have liked it like two like the, the two weapons hot, hot, you know, hot swapped. And then if I really if I wanted to change what one of my two weapons for for hot swapping, I could hold holding the button and add switch them quickly. Keep me keep me engaged in like the fight. Keep me moving. And it, you know, and I could just play me the way I wanted to play when I wanted to play. And I felt like I couldn't play the way I wanted to play all the time. And I just played whatever was equipped. 
Like that's if that makes yeah. sense. Until I realized, until either I was in between missions or there was a pause in the combat. Maybe I stopped at Rodan's. You know, uh, not Rodan. Um, oh, what is his name? The bar. <laughs> oh, huh? The Hell's Gate guy. Yeah, his name's Rodan. The Hell's yeah. Gate guy. Is it Rod? Is it Rodan? Is it Rodan? Is it Rodan? Yeah, it's Rodan. Pretty sure. No. Yeah. Okay. I've, so when you until I stopped there or got to a save point, something like that, then I would. All right, let me switch. Or whatnot. I say but you might switch, and maybe I'm switching. Just a thought. Just a Sometimes, quick thought here. Go ahead. Was he the most unimportant yet story important he's ever been in the story? Like I barely used him as a shop in this game, but like story wise, he was super important compared <sighs> to the other ones. Um. Yeah, I, there were there was less. Re- I mean, like I bought stuff from him. It but, was almost like, pretty much cosmetic. I didn't really need to because they just, just gave a, you the weapons. It was, yeah, yeah. You used to be the guy you bought the weapons from. So yeah, that's true. Yeah, and you the bought combos. the stuff. Yeah, so, so they like, they sort of cut him. You out. bought you bought the accessories. You bought the accessories. Yeah, some of the accessories. the accessories did help. Yeah, some of them were some of them were kind of cool, but like yeah, you're right. Like I mean, I. I was looking through his inventory, and I'm like, I don't know if there's anything I really care about. Like, I could, like, if, if there's something better to use this, this currency on, I would just buy something else. By the way, we're okay. talking about the guy who sells stuff in the store. Okay. So, because I just remember, because you can also buy recovery items. They also yeah. put the freaking recovery items in the pause menu. That's what it was, too. Why? Okay, that I agree with. That I agree with. Why? The recovery items in the pause menu was a little rough. I was like that. Yeah. That that. Now they did something. They did something different for this one. They used to dock you points on your score for using recovery items, and they didn't do that in this one. I thought it was only certain ones. I I remember getting. Uh, oh no! Any any recovery item on Bayonetta two that I like, I would do whole levels without healing just so I could get a better score. Hmm. Like okay. Um, yep. So yeah, it was it, it it didn't dock you any points for healing on this one, and I, I appreciated that because I'm like that's not fair. Come on, like you're gonna dock me more points because I got hit and I had to heal. Like, <laughs> yeah, I will say that they gave you so much more recovery items through this game too. Like I mean, like and or material crafting material for the items. I felt like this game probably. I, I like I might have bought an item or two from from the shop just because. Yeah. I mean, I like, you need oh, to, I need to spend yeah, you need to money. spend it somehow. That's the only thing it was for. Yeah, so I, like, I'd buy like the one that re- required you to put ten of each in. I'm like, all right, I'll buy that thing where I get some extra money so I can buy more of them because that's the circle. You. <laughs> but um, the circle. Besides of money. that, like yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Besides that, like I, I, I didn't feel like I needed a bus. Like I mean, you, I, I would break every bus, every bus stop, every car with usually using one of the, uh, the, the demonic uh, slaves yeah. or whatever, um, and just tear through the town, which was pretty cool. And you'd you'd find tons of you know. There's many times. There's several times throughout the game where I was at max amount of like uh, crafting mm. items. Yeah, yeah, I did a lot of creating healing items when that happened. Yeah, I'd just be like, Max heal, yep. Max heal, Max heal. <laughs> and I still like that they're lollipops because that was always a thing with Bayonetta. Yes. Um, so, um, so that being said, Jacob, do you want to take us on a quick rundown through the story like you usually do? 
Yeah. Well, as quick. I didn't have to ask you this time. As quick. As quick as we could make it. <laughs> um. So prologue. Uh. Is. Oh wait. Hold on. No. 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 There was something before the prologue. Actually. Uh. Because we start the off pre prologue. Yeah. The pre prologue, which was weird. Basically, we see New York City is entirely trashed. Um. There's this mysterious final boss. You can tell because he's literally like a final because Bayonetta did this. Anyway, that's the point. Um, they have a habit of doing this. Um, you get all these Inception now, also Doctor Strange style, like graphics and everything is bleeding to stuff like a kaleidoscope. Um, but Bayonetta, instead of being like the sweet heroine that we see, she is like getting trashed. Um, her heart is her witch heart is shattered. And then Bayonetta dies mm-hmm. within like the first five minutes of the game. Uh, then that's where you meet Viola, who we've been talking about this entire time. Um, and they basically mm-hmm. send her back to what I will only assume is the past. Although this game kind of leaves that up for interpretation. I, so my theory is that it's a different multiverse. Yes. Yeah, same. but he but he said so you'll always come it. back to me. It was really weird how that worked because it's yeah. Because he destroyed another universe. They actively talk about him destroying different universes. Right, but it seemed like they were sending mm-hmm. her back. But again, I, I I also agree with you though, Cham. Mm. Yeah, multiverse. I just figured she went to a yeah. different, yes. different different universe. Um, and now so, that universe could be a universe that is parallel and only different in time. That could be it, too. Yeah, also that. Um, So after that happens, we get to the real prologue, a chaotic encounter, and we get back to Manhattan where everything is fine. A viola file falls out of the sky. We get this big old typhoon wave. Um, Rodan's wearing a penguin suit. That was in my notes. Uh, (laughs) And then we meet these water people who turn out to be homunculi. And I think this is a great time to talk about the homunculi. I think that they are Bayonetta's worst concepted antagonists and bad guys that have ever existed in the series. Game one focused around us trashing angels. Game two focused around us trashing demons. You still put some angels in there. Game three, I was not satisfied overall with Game the design three, of the Game three, but homunculi. you also always had a hell portal and a an, uh, uh, heaven portal. Yeah, but you had to fight your main bad. I'm, I'm putting it out there. The I'm old just, enemies are still there for bro, certain. Yes, I, I mean, I found them. I made sure to find them because I like those battles mm-hmm. much more. That said, I thought anybody else thought yeah, they were Yeah, I'm not a fan. I would put them at the bottom okay. for sure. <laughs> Here, here's, my, here's my problem with... It's. I don't think. I don't mind fighting whatever you want to define as a monkula. My problem is the. You know what you're used to from some of the other Bayonetta games. Some of the brutality you get to see from like fighting the angels mm-hmm. and fighting the demons. The homunculi just aren't. Don't they're feel like, fleshy. They don't like feel the, like. Uh, they don't feel like the putties from Power Rangers. It's almost like fighting androids like, and yeah, like like putties. Like it, it, some of the like really cool spectacles of like. Hey, I'm going to use a torture rack and this and that. 
I don't really feel like I'm mm. torturing anything because they don't. They, they're not. Yeah. They don't. We're not. We're not putting them on a treadmill. Like, they have to run for their life, and then we stop it, and they fly into a grinder. Like we, we're not yeah. doing those kind of fun, funny things. So, or like stepping on their neck yeah, the, and then pull, like the sexually pulling down was, a guillotine on them or anything. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, so like it never, it never felt it, that that part of that 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 gratifying part of like, oh, cool, you know, like. I'm really I'm like I'm, I'm, you know, I'm torturing, making these things feel yeah, kind of, it, kind of like you know, fight for their lives. It didn't have. It was kind of like throwing a, like the horde of, you know, insect toys with the hive mind, and then these are just mm-hmm. a bunch of husks from like Mass yeah. Effect or something like that. It just didn't have that, that yeah. same so feel to it. it. It ended up suffering because Bayonetta didn't get to really flaunt her style because she didn't know she was dealing with. It felt like. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like this mm-hmm. game did a very good job of storytelling in its gameplay because it was like, we don't know what the homunculi are. We don't know where they came from. They are not the normal yep. enemies. But like, she was like, you went back to the angels of the demons and snap. She's like right back to old Bayonetta, you know, dropping guillotines on them and spanking their butt and making them go fast yep. and kill other guys. Like, <laughs> like, like, it was just good old, yes. good old Bayonetta with, but. I I agree I agree though that like she lost like the gameplay lost a lot of its charm finding these sort of like faceless mm-hmm. the, the faceless antics, green yeah. things that like yeah. had no stakes it felt like like yeah. not not that the, not actually not that it wasn't there any stakes there just wasn't any spectacle to the spectacle well, fighter with these things yeah and I think I think that also comes from the fact that Bayonetta always pulls from folklore for its inspirations, both for the angels and for the demons. So a, you don't really care about the homunculi. Oh yeah. You always get the book of demons. Yeah. 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 You still, I mean, you still get the the book of homunculi, but you don't care about it as much. But the problem is they're all water blobs with a little bit of armor. So even when you get the cool ones, like the dragons and the inside is still like, okay, well there's still water blobs with armor. Water blobby dragon. Yeah. Um, it's a water, but it's a it's, water it's, lance. It's like fighting Hello. a jellyfish. Yeah, I thought their interpretation <laughs> of Humunculi for yeah, a mature yeah. rated game was really interesting. Yeah. So. Yeah, and, and, and the funny thing, I think the game even mentions it because at some point she's like, she feeds it to the demon, and the demon, she's like, I'm not sure <laughs> right. if you're gonna like this, but you're yeah. gonna eat it. Like and I'm and I'm no, like he just, oh, remember man, he just sits is, there. Like, That's because like, oh, that, that was the like, big thing. She tries to she calls yeah. for her. <laughs> she's trying to figure out whether he <laughs> yeah. likes it or not. He she's was like, like she calls for Gamora. Yeah, exactly. Like, monkey line. Gamora is just like this like Charizard in the original Pokemon series. He's like, nope, not doing that. It's not my contract. Like, <laughs> can't tell me what to do. I'm level yeah. seventy. <laughs> and then and then Jean has yeah. to come in and wrangle in him again, right. which is a callback to Bayonetta two, which Gamora kills right. uh, uh, Jean because Gamora gets out of its like imprisonment during yeah. one of the fights. Which for me, in the back of my mind, the whole game, because like because that very beginning portion, because of how it felt like to fight these enemies, I am waiting for the moment where like all the summons just go like boycott my boycott me, like no, we're not eating these things. They don't satisfy any contract for us. They don't they don't provide us any an- angelic or demonic sustenance. I don't want to do this. Well, that was the whole that was the whole point of her using the the control summon thing. (laughs) It was like this forbidden technique for her to control the demons outside of the contract. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and And I just felt like they were just gonna 
push the stop. Like I was just waiting for it. it didn't I do care, like. I there's a it. very cool like so with the fire spider in the story. Now I know we're not there yet in the story, but there's this very cool discussion with the mm-hmm. spider because the spider's like, "What are you going to do to help me?" Because I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. And then Bayonetta mm-hmm. does wheel and deal <laughs> with the spider for the contract. Now yes. you get a little bit th- bit of that with the other summons, but they're mostly like we're joining the team now, Hava! Like like yeah. you know subspace emissary level of like <laughs> commitment. Like right. <laughs> yeah, this, no, the, the spider personality wise, he definitely was my favorite just from his personality because he just like he made things feel like they, they were on a level playing field, both the demons and the witches. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, so after this, uh, we get this whole opening set piece, um, after, oh yeah, I forgot. So she does this, um, she does her magical girl, uh, transformation mm-hmm. into Bayonetta getting ready to fight. Rodan has made her some triple barrel pistols, you know, cause we're on number three now. So she gets some triple barrel pistols this time. Um, and, mm-hmm. um, oh, we already talked about Gamora. Fancy box. Yeah, we talked about Gamora acting up again. Oh, yeah, they came from the pizza box. Don't know what was in the other pizza boxes, though. Uh, <laughs> and basically, we get this whole set piece on this cruise ship that ruins New York City. Like, literally, it's like, uh, what, like a mile high tidal wave just rocks over New York. Yeah, the city is gone. Yeah, the city yeah. is gone. Um, yeah. And worse uh, than New Orleans. Yes. So, and if if you notice, too, the thing that made me know that this game was going to be off the rails in terms of spectacle is she summoned Madama Butterfly, like, super early and, like, in her full form as, like, super giant in the when prologue. that was, like, an end of game two thing. Yo. Like, very So, end. when she did that, I yes. was like, oh, crap. I was like, there's nowhere to go but up from here. Um... So after that, they basically go hide <laughs> in uh, the gates of hell and they're trying to figure out, um, you know, these answers. And they basically end up going to Thule, which is um, it's a deserted island that used to be used by both the Umbra and the Lumen, which is if I get that right. Um, yes. Uh, and basically that's where like all the multiverses are, because basically there is what's the guy's name? I forget his name. Um, Rodan? I forget the guy. No, the guy who's defeating, who's destroying every multiverse. I don't remember his name. Yeah, because oh, okay, yeah. it's probably in Mr. my notes. Yeah, it's it's somewhere in my notes somewhere. Uh, but basically, in the Bayonetta universe, there's one heaven, there's one hell, but there are multiple Earths layered on top of itself as multiverses. So, um, that's that's basically how the Bayonetta multiverse works in five seconds. Um, mm-hmm. So we head to Thule to go find these chaos gears um, to collect six of them and to go track down the scientist. Um, and then somehow Luca ends up on the island of Thule as well. And Luca, um, she, Bayonetta always calls him Cheshire from the past game. So it's interesting to her that mm-hmm. Viola has a summon named Cheshire. Uh, yes. Yep. So after that, um, we end up going. Go ahead. I miss oh, 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 I go forgot ahead. to bring this up. I'm so, oh, it, 
man. Ch- so in chapter one, there's a, there's an Easter a Easter egg. If you have not, did you guys see the? So in chapter one, when you first when you first jump in, did you guys see the? Um, when you're in Tokyo, we're in somewhere in yes, Tokyo. After you go, right? I, yeah, we after you go through the multiverse. Right, right. Yep. Yep. We're in Tokyo Shibuya. Did you did you see Lappy? Lappy? Talking about the dog. This that is straight uh, from Astro. I know he looked no, familiar. I, and okay, yes. If I did see it, it I didn't recognize it because I didn't play Astral Chain. So straight okay. from Astral Chain, I for, I totally forgot about about this. So yeah, that that is a like, like an Easter egg. If you played Astral Chain, that is like one of the one of the one of the officers puts on Lappy and is like basically like Scruff McGruff. <laughs> oh, like for, for, for their, <laughs> you remember uh, that for their police squad <laughs> for for. for the, Yes, and, and pretends to be a totally different person. Like you'll be like, "Aren't you this?" Like, no, no, I'm Lappy. Like, and so like, there's a whole joke about like, like, like throughout that game, there's a whole lots of jokes with Lappy. But like, I I thought that was phenomenal that they that they brought Lappy into this game in chapter no, one. No, no, no. Continue. Jacob. No, you you got it. You got it. I, I, I we got the Tokyo. Tokyo. That was we cool. Uh, we cool. Yeah, we cool. We cool. We cool. We cool. We cool. Um. Okay. So I'm gonna try to. <laughs> Um, kind of condense this just a little bit for sake of time because uh, we have talked about a ton. So basically yeah. how this game works, you get three chapters of Bayonetta or maybe Viola, basically three chapters in a multiverse and then you get a genre gameplay. So we're going to talk about Tokyo and then we're going to move on to the to the genre and then that's how we're going to do it. So chapters one, two, and three is Bayonetta in Tokyo um, I didn't write down the boss in chapter one, but the boss in chapter two is uh, Twilight Wanderer Strider, and it is basically the most animeish uh werewolf in a magical girl series that you could ever think of. Like he is all black. He almost looks like a Pokemon for how sweet he looks. I ain't even gonna lie. Like his design is almost <laughs> like darn near Pokemonish. Was it Zor- Zora? Zorora or whatever. What's that, that, yeah. That Pokemon. Yeah, Zorora. Like they, yeah, Zorora. Yeah, whatever. Like, like, like an a, alternate a, version a, of that. Excuse me. <laughs> uh, if they gave him a mega form, they gave him like fairy and dark at the same time. So he's glistening. He's dark. He's everything. Uh, it's cool monster boss. I did. Mm-hmm. I did think that Bayonetta. I thought he was like a demon or something because Bayonetta actually tried to like. Get a contract with him. <laughs> I was like, "What is going yeah. on?" Yeah. Um, same, same. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, so this is a strange demon." Then we get. To... I did see that, Brian. Now that you shared the picture, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I so just, yeah. Uh, we also <laughs> get to in chapter three, we get to play as the other bayonetta, which was kind of cool. We actually get to play as um. This was uh, what's that? Tasma Renee. That's the spider. Um, mm. So not only do you have uh, the powers, you know, get to play as what I call Yo-Yo Bayonetta. Um, mm-hmm. You uh, get this final boss fight because uh, basically the Bayonetta of this universe, she dies. Um, you you basically get to do Spoilers, a giant. She dies. 
yeah, she dies. Spoiler. I mean, we're uh, yeah, we're going to talk about spoilers. So if yeah, you don't yeah, want to hit the spoilers, skip ahead. But obviously, we're talking about story. We're going to talk about the story. Uh, you get a giant kaiju Godzilla rock paper scissors, scissors battle of Sin Gamora versus uh, the homunculi homunculus with a super random cumulative Nimbus mm-hmm. name or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I will say this was funny to me because I murdered this thing like nice. it didn't even have a chance nice i think i got hit once or twice <laughs> it didn't even get to attack dude i actually comboed <laughs> with it wow um it was so fun so yeah so and i loved it uh so yeah so bayonetta gets to watch another version of her die um and then after that uh we get the chaos gear from this world before it is uh, destroyed. We move on to a side mission with Jean, uh, the most stealthy of the side missions. We have talked about those. You get like a stealth attack. Yeah. You ride elevators, do all this weird stuff. You're trying to find the sign. I, I do like how she does like the spy thing where she jumps on their shoulders and flips around them and they just bust into right. money. Right. Like, um, yes. after that, we move into what is um, essentially ancient China on the Great Wall of China. Mm-hmm. There's a giant, giant fight going on. Again, mm-hmm. it's all multiverses taking place at the same time. Um, and uh, this I, is I where I will we... say this map has the least fun boss fight for me, which uh, was the, the, the many legged dragon, the centipede dragon. Oh, thing. I, yeah, the dragon was I not hate those. fun. I do the not dragon like this. was not fun. War Train so, Guan. Um, mm-hmm. it's the mm-hmm. the summon that you get from this world. It's cool. The chainsaws oh, yeah. though are sweet. The summon itself, I'm I'm mid on. Did you do the hybrid form of of Bayonetta in this? Yeah, where she turns into the train. She's basically <laughs> like the mermaid on the front of a boat, but a train. <laughs> She's just like. I am trained yeah. woman. And yeah. I was just like, this is nuts. And I yeah. love it. She's that mixed with the smokestack all at once. <laughs> it was like, this is so weird, but I love it. I'm here for it. It's like, uh, it's like if, if, if Thomas, the engine was sexy. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't argue. I cannot argue that. Um, okay. So we start getting a little bit of foreshadowing here. Um, mm. Because we don't know who Viola is, uh, but chapter five, we get to play with her for the first time. She activates witch time. They specifically call it witch time by parrying. She uses um, a grappling hook similar to Luca, like literally Mm -hmm. the the little whip and she literally whips about. Um, So you're like, who is this person for real? Um, And then I've noted in my notes that she feels like an upgraded Dante. Um, and then you get this pig boss fight. The pig boss fight was actually not that bad. Yeah. Um, and yeah, then, it it really wanted you to do the witch time. Like mm-hmm. it was a. It I mean, was but it was easy. It was like I'm for. gonna dash right at you. Like okay. Parry. Okay. It was an easy in concept. I ended up not doing it a lot because that window was very small. It is really, it's really small. Really small. Yeah, you have to do that stupid dash mm-hmm. always. Because most, especially especially when we fight any of the giant enemies, they were just they were huge and they had a big like a big mm-hmm. uh, 
attack radius. So you, if you forgot to do it, you're just like, oh, that nope, was for nothing. Um, yeah, guess I'm not hitting you. Yeah, exactly. I'm not hitting you. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Um, and then after that, uh, we finally meet the Bayonetta of uh, this particular multiverse. And then uh, we end up just basically fighting uh, Sun Wukong, uh, the Mm -hmm. giant monkey gorilla. He literally gets his own cloud, uh, his own Nimbus and uh, extender pole for the second half of the boss fight. Um, Again, Mm -hmm. another Bayonetta does die. But this boss fight, from the spectacle point of it, because it turned into a uh, shooter a la, what's that one called? Like, what's it called? Like P9 number five or whatever it is. Oh, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Um, rail shooter. Yeah, it turned into like a rail shooter. Oh, you... Uh, yeah. What's the other yeah. one? Panzer okay. Dragoon? Okay. Is that it? Like that? House uh, of the Dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. PN5, yeah, yeah. product yeah. House of the Dead, or something like that. Yeah. Where it's just, you're on rails. Yeah, it was it was sweet and just watching well, that. you're thing. literally on rails. You're on a train. Though. You are. Yeah. <laughs> literally. Literally and figuratively. <laughs> you're on rails. Um, uh, Any... Any any questions before we leave ancient China? Any comments? Nope. All right, cool. Oh, did did, did we cover the uh, the yeah we did first yes we did battle? we did we talked about Gamora. Rock, I, uh, rock paper scissors. I did really well. I didn't get a, let to. Yeah, I talked about how I didn't even mm-hmm. let him attack. Like yep. I just I got hit twice. Okay. For some reason, reason I didn't catch that part. Like I, I thought you were talking about a different. Nope. Different that's it. Like I said, I'm I'm bunching all three because all basically they do three chapters of a multiverse and then the genre. So I'm just kind of, mm-hmm. you know, mashing them all together for the sake of time. Uh, after that, uh, we get uh, the next genre mission. I remember I did note this in my it's in my notes. Uh, I did say that I hope that they don't get too repetitive. I was like, one was cool. I was like, but we gonna do this again, mm-hmm. and then. And then they turned it into Contra. I was like, oh, I could do this. And it was like a janky Contra, but, you know, Contra, more or less. Um, I don't remember the boss that you fight, but I had fun. Um, After that, we get another Viola mission, which I forgot. This was an interesting mission Um, because we go into it's called Burning Sands is chapter chapter seven title. We go. Uh, Viola goes in. Uh, she's trying to find the the wolf, whoever the wolf is. Um, you know, Twilight Stronger, Twilight. What's it called? Twilight Wonder, Twilight Strider, whatever his name is. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Basically, she's a giant werewolf just yes. crawling around. She goes into another multiversal portal, but she's like way in the air. Ends up getting lost in the desert. Um, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. That, that that the desert the, the beginning yeah, desert you, part you, with like, her uh yeah her her, her like she realizes she's in the desert like, like, barely ah, falls. Her. yeah and, and then there's a whole sequence where you're like walking in the desert and, and then you're, yeah you just pick a, wandering just you wandering like you water, just pick a direction and you just walk to the cameras like all right we're going to just make you still lost um so it's it's yeah. kind of like because she she kind of reminded me of like platinum's version of travis touchdown almost like like this is this is something that <laughs> yes yes travis yes, yes. Like, just getting lost does in the desert not, does platinum uh, not make no more heroes i mean i thought that wasn't them please yes grasshopper. Grasshopper. grasshopper okay 
I did, they're so similar sometimes. They I just are. Didn't, yeah. Okay. Their style, the the, the the even their kind of yeah. humor is very is very very um, similar. But yeah, so yeah, you get this whole sequence that is it. It literally just reminded me of Travis Touchdown. She's literally like sulking through the desert. Um, you're like barely fighting. You you get this sweet sequence where Cheshire puts you on his back and takes you to water as Cheshire fights stuff. Um, yeah. And, well, you're, yeah, you're digging. You're digging up. You're trying yeah. to search for water, digging holes. Yep, and yep, yep. It's, it's, it's really cool. Um, and then we finally we find uh Twilight Strider, Twilight Wonder, whatever his name is. Um, and. Uh, well, no, don't you find Luca first? I think you find Luca first. It's been a while. Yeah, I think you find Luca first. And I think because he, he turns into, yeah, I'm pretty sure you find Luca and he talks about the voices that he hears. And then he turns into the into the the werewolf, basically. Now, you have already, as Bayonetta, fought the werewolf once. Correct. I, I do want to say that. Yeah, this we, is a, we did all, mention that. We've already yep. seen the werewolf a couple times Yes. by this point. So at this point, guys, I want to know who thought, because this is what I thought, who thought Viola was going to tame no. it as a Not as for a, a second, no. And I'm going to tell you. I did. For some reason, I was... I, I was like, "Oh yeah, maybe that's why." I was like, "Maybe that, maybe that's where this is going." She's it's going to be her nah. demon, so she's finally no get, because they, like, they had, because they something. revealed um, <laughs> at this point that it was Luca. So I was like, I just thought that she was going to try to like save him somehow. What I didn't see is her dying, demon possessed, and Luca. then her herself getting this amalgam of uh, werewolf witch powers. Because um, mm-hmm. at, at this point, it's 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 pretty obvious that she is highly probably Bayonetta and Luca's daughter. Like she like the color on the on nope. her, wasn't for me on her werewolf was not obvious. The color me. on her form literally matches nope. Luca's form like one to one. I understand what you're saying. Yep. And you and it's hindsight is twenty twenty, dude. Didn't see it at the time. I, it's hey Didn't man. Think any, it's in my notes. For I literally me, thought now, she was going to say I, I, when she stabbed when he stabbed her. I thought she was going to be like, "Daddy." I thought that's what she was going to say. Uh-huh. <laughs> Daddy. Yep. <laughs> no, I, what I so I I can't tell you when, but event, but I was clued in before they revealed that she was Bayonetta's daughter, right? Like mm-hmm. I was clued into that because there was a lot of flashbacks to her own mother, right around the time Viola mm-hmm. was around. Yeah. So like I picked up on that. But yep. Luca, I figured out before the big reveal, but not soon. Not that. I'm like I'm, not that soon. Before. This this game did really well on foreshadow. We're going to talk about something much later. But the, everything mm-hmm. that this it, it was like, hey, here's all the little. They just like feed you Hints. stuff, and if you yeah. if you like paid attention, you're like, nah. Like I did that a couple times. It's like, oh no, that's. That's that's mm-hmm. a thing. Um but mm-hmm. yeah, so anyway, uh yeah, so basically Viola gets this OP super ultra instinct form Q trumpets here. Um that she basically like washes Luca. Um but then she right before she's about to um you know, get bested again cuz she loses the form, 
Bayonetta shows up getting ready to kill the wolf. And then she basically tells Bayonetta that it's Luca as well. Luca runs off. Um, and then at this point, um, we are looking for the Bayonetta of this world, who is a princess, according to Bayonetta. Um, but we get a frog summon. And the frog summon is actually Jean's summon. Right? I got that right? Yeah, the frog summon is Jean's summon. And then in the next mission, you get a raven summon. And that is the Bayonetta of this world summon. So you yeah, actually so leave. You get two for, two, two for the price of, well, two deaths. But. Gosh. <laughs> 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 yes, because we keep it up with that theme of all the, the bayonettas they we've die. seen, what happens to them, they guys? Die. They, die. they die. This one at least sacrificed her life <laughs> for Bayonetta unless she like, did this like sweet, cool maneuver move when Bayonetta got knocked out. By the way, um, this had a. this. Uh, mm-hmm. Multiverse had a couple of very, 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 very cool fights. Um, you get the uh, the the twin monsters in the bottom, and you're mm-hmm. with Jean, and you're basically like balancing. Oh, those twin monsters suck. They're in every Bayonetta. Like they're <laughs> and and they're a very common fight in Bayonetta too. Like, like the fire. You sound so bad. I'm sorry. I'm laughing. You sound so bad. Thunder and lightning. Thunder and lightning. No, I'm serious. Like, like those monsters. Like, especially in Bayonetta One, they're the worst fight. The worst fight in Bayonetta One is the one you have to actually go against two of these. There's always two of them, right? Mm -hmm. And they take away witch time a lot in Bayonetta One to make it more challenging. So and they do guy. that with one of these guys, and it is literally the hardest fight in the game. Screw any mm. boss, like it is just those <laughs> two guys. And then, like, I saw this is the one time they appear in Bayonetta three, and I was like, no, <laughs> I hate these guys. And I, then enjo- I murdered them with yo-yos, and it was I fun. enjoyed this boss fight just because you had the balancing scales, and I was like, that's kind of cool. You couldn't defeat the enemy your enemies too fast. You couldn't defeat them too slow. I was like, this is it was a, it was a cool. Uh, concept and I enjoyed the execution uh, that they did yeah. and then uh, after we fight that twin monster uh, Brian I wanted to see how you felt about this because we basically fight Ghidorah um, it, mm-hmm. I felt like here's the thing I, I keep I see myself I'm looking at my notes each time because every time we get to the the ultimate boss or pin whatever it is penultimate or ultimate I can't, can't remember the exact word once you get to the ultimate boss for the multiverse um for that universe they're just so each one is like better than the next and I didn't think that they were going to be able to do this every time. Like, I was like, y'all got to fumble oh, yeah. the bag somewhat. No, every time. So this one, you, yeah. get, uh, you get like this twin battle. You got the, I think, was it the frog down low? And the, the raven was like up top. You could switch mm-hmm. between them. You shoot. Oh, yeah. This is the one that was like Panzer Dragoon. This was the one that was like Panzer Dragoon. Because you're. I, no, 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 no. No, not Panzer no, Dragoon. It was spider. No, yeah, it was spider. spider. No, I'm thinking of the spider. wrong word. This is the spider, spider yeah. Low. Spider down low, right, bird spider up top. Spider down low, um, bird up top. And you're fighting the giant. But this is this boss was really cool. This boss mm-hmm. was really cool just because you're using the two summons at uh, on both bayonetas at the same time. You're dealing a ton of damage, um, and the the spectacle of it is just it's you're out of this world. 
Yeah. Yeah, and the transitioning, like the way the way they do that fight, we're like, all right, you're that spider. You have to because it is now, you know, focused on the ground. It's slamming at the ground. It's 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 beating yep. up, trying to beat it, beat you down on the ground, and you're 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 fighting the opportunity to, to beat oh, it up man. and then crawl up it. Yeah. Hurt it bad enough that it then pulls itself away from the ground yep. and decides to fight the one in the air. Yeah. And then you're like, all right, was, another bayonetta. Ah! It was, uh, oh, no. It was really Turn sweet. my head back to the ground. Um, <laughs> after, so after we do that, of course, like we said, yeah. another bayonetta yeah. dies. That's the formula, apparently. Um, and then we get another Jean mission. And I was starting to get tired, but they gave me something new. And it was an elevator sequence. Followed by a Terminator <laughs> reference. Literally, he gives you yep. the extra thumbs up yeah. while going down. <laughs> I'm yeah. a sucker for I'm a sucker for it every yeah. time. I'm a little Yeah, dude that that is such a popular reference, and it's still yeah, it's still good. Because every, every time, time it, every time it, they do it, it always surprises me when it happens. That's that's why I'm like, oh, okay, like, yep, they're dying in lava. The Terminator reference is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so by then. Um, we move to the noir world. Now, I will say, my boy Enzo was in the beginning. Um, and you haven't really seen him in the worlds, but this time you get to meet uh, Enzo as an inspector trying to take down this world's bayonetta and Jean or whatever. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. no. So it was her Enzo mom. Being... That's what it was. It was her mom. He's trying to take down her mom. Yeah. Yeah. It's her mom. It was her mom as a, um, a so thief. Enzo is is in literally every Bayonetta, and he actually plays such a background character in this one. Right, but he was such a foreground character in both one and two. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, uh, let me see. And then, oh yeah, Dude, so Viola meets on audio uh, right now. Viola meets a multiversal version of Luca. In the wall between worlds, between getting trip before getting transported to the noir world, very very weird. He's like he almost has like a celestial body, um, or something yeah. like that. That was just a little uh, mm-hmm. interesting aside. But uh, after that, um, uh, Bay- Bayonetta's mom, uh, Rosa, they were listed. They were saying that she's the because this whole time they keep calling them uh, what's it arcs. And then there's the Arc Eve. Yeah, there's arcs of the of each world, and then Arc Eve. So once the arc of the world falls, at that point, basically that multiverse is basically done. And it's and for some reason Bayonetta just happens to be linked to the arc of the world. Um, the yeah. Arc Adam um, is a reference to Luca. So basically, at this point, it gets a little weird. Bayonetta's mom is the arc of the world, not the Bayonetta, but the boss has um, a thing where he's able to control people and he ends up taking control of Bayonetta's mom. Um, so you track this is where you get the weirdest weapon. Uh, which one was, which one was yep. this? And the weirdest summons. This is a tombstone with a Gatling gun. Oh, the clock tower. You get the clock tower. The clock tower was the, the dragons. The guns. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you had to fight. You had to follow it. I forgot about. I forgot about the tombstone because by this by this point we're we're kind of uh, wrapping up wrapping up the story just a little bit. Not um, quite yet, but we're getting there. Well, yeah, because what well, what happens is we we fight Rosa, her mom, um, and 
we go through every oh that's what this was my notes we go through every bullet hell game ever made panzer dragoon r-type ikaruga castle of shikigami if it was a bullet hell you play it in chapter 11 yep. you every uh, no, single no, last on. one go ahead they didn't have galaga and they didn't have asteroids i said bullet hell sir bullet Those hell are beginning of the genre no i said bullet hell i want the the pinnacle have of... you played asteroids it's only bullet hell it's it's asteroid hell it's not the same thing yeah not the same uh, thing. Okay. Anyway, PS One asteroids. That is a bullet hell because the asteroids split and split and split, and then so they start shooting stuff, and then <laughs> it's just all right. crazy. All right, all right, all right. Um, but we fight. We, we she she has this um forbidden uh, clock tower um that she used, and then but after Bayonetta kills her mother, because you know Bayonetta's mother died. Or way before the events of the first game. Mm-hmm. Um, then the twin dragons get called back by this world's Bayonetta, who turns into the Ark. Now, don't ask us how that got transferred. I don't know. It just did. Um, and then they steal the chaos gear. And now Bayonetta is trying to stop herself um, from keeping the chaos gear because we need them to uh, help the scientists fix everything that's going on. Um. Yeah. So we have a new summon and a new weapon. Like I said, the tombstone with the Gatling guns. Um, oh, yeah. And then they hit a thriller reference. Uh, it, <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, yeah well, chapter, 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 chapter That's 12. the next chapter. That's the next hit, chapter, chapter 12. That's the, yo, this is the best chapter. Hit, this is the yeah. best chapter of the whole game. Uh, oh, yeah. Because they had the, they started out with the, um, the dance battle cutscene. And then... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, listen, mm-hmm. I, I didn't also, this mm-hmm. is also in my notes. I am a sucker for a good witch fight uh, in the Bayonetta series. Like, smacking the mic. Sorry, y'all. Um, and this multiverse gave us two against her mother and then against this world's Bayonetta. So then once you have the other Bayonetta yep. has been taken over, um, the frog summon, she turns into a maiden. And then you get like this. This sh- Bell, yeah. do you know? Do you know Bell, what this Zibble. reminded me of? What you're going to say? The scene from the Fifth Element. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The Fifth <laughs> yeah. Element. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes. 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 I, that's this is this is the to, this is the best song uh, in the game. Like the I best said, music in the I game. Right I just could, I can't listen to this for two yeah. hours. If you put this on for two hours, by minute six, I'd be like, all oh, right, no. bro, you've overstayed. You're welcome. And I'd flip a table. But it was really All good. right. I need to watch Fifth Element again now. Nope. Where are you, Voodoo? Voodoo, give me Fifth Element. I, I, when this happened, I was, I thought it was going to be quick. And it wasn't. And I, and I it loved fun. it. I loved it. I, yeah. I could have done this they, for they twice give as you, long. They give it, you a rhythm game it was, it within was Band so 3 good. for this ultimate boss, boss fight. Is that multi? Yeah, the music was the yeah. that music that mu- that song was so good. The beat, the rhythm, oh, it yeah. was just so amazing. Lie, this I'm was like the right highest now, point for me in the game. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it definitely reminded me of Fifth Element. I, that's that's what like just like, oh, oh another like I, 
It has to be for, another forget, another reference. Forget the fact that I'm going to be Dino. sleeping on a mattress for the next month. I'm going to buy fifth millennial reference. Yeah. Um, yes. So yeah, I, I forget how the bayonetta yeah. of this world died. I can't remember if she if you just end up like fighting her, or if she like fights it and kills it. I can't remember what happened to her. Anybody remember? No. Uh, happens to 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 bayonetta of this world. Yeah. Of the noir world, no, I don't remember. Yeah. Honestly. Oh, I, I did forget. I did forget the goofiest this was part for me of this. So what happened? I'm gonna backtrack just a little bit. So they hit this thriller reference because he takes out the 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 villain takes over everybody, like in the world. He basically ends up controlling like the military, the police, and so mm-hmm. uh, what was the summon that you used to take on everybody? It wasn't the clock tower. Gamora, yes. Gamora. So what happens is you you fight with Gamora against like waves and waves and waves of military police in tanks, mm-hmm. and it is just silly. It's that's all it is. Thirteen dollars just bought it. Thirteen dollars. It, it reminded me of the money. um. The, it's good money. The, money well spent. It reminded me of the uh, what is it? The the Vine Beasts from. from from, uh, okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. Age of yeah. Calamity. It reminded me so yeah. much of that, yep. which I like. I like them. So, like, I love those. The, the you divine know what? Beast, um, mechanic. Because I you don't really giant made robots, me think giant of kaiju. the divine beasts. Hmm. When I, I I've never said this, but the divine beast reminds me of the the Power Rangers Zoids. Because <laughs> <laughs> you got the you got yeah, the mammoth. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You got so the um, yeah. yeah. The yeah. Zords, yeah, the Zords, the mammoth, the, the <laughs> oh, yeah. eagle, which is the pterodactyl, and then you got the lizard, which could be any one of them, and then you got the camel, which is just like, yeah, dude, they just they're just Zords, like they're just the um, it, it's the, the remember there was the uh, there was the yeah. brontosaurus, the camel. There you the go, Green brontosaurus, the camel slash white rangers, dude. That was such a complex kid show. I I can't. Dude. I never followed. There was like, why is he? I thought he do was... you, on a smaller side, do you know the sheer amount of stress and anxiety watching the Green Ranger, one Ranger, pummel an entire team of veteran Power Rangers? <laughs> Bro, he, he was watching them. He was watching the Power Rangers. I was like, yo, like somebody stop this Green Ranger. <laughs> He's a menace. Yeah, I, I, rem- I remember... Being very and then, sad, like every other kid, Japanese, green was my favorite color. I was like, "Why is green got to be the bad guy?" Yep, I don't want to be the bad guy. Like, and then he turned yeah. out to be a good guy, and I was like, "I knew it! I knew he was a good guy." <laughs> we have <laughs> He's the and just like every Japanese anime ever, right? Like our Japanese show, the bad yep. guy when he becomes good is ten times weaker. Like. You're, you could destroy the world ten seconds ago. Now you can barely open a box. You know this, this, this can of pickles. Of like that's, that's kind of what they did to it. Rest in peace, Tommy. Rest in peace. Yeah, man. Yep. Uh, yeah. But so anyways, back 12, to chapter twelve, uh, guys. Again, the the boss fights just keep getting better and better. The spectacle keeps getting better. The references and Easter eggs just keep getting better. But the bayonetas keep dying, so we got to stop the bayonetas from dying and the worlds from crumbling. Uh, so we move on 
to um, the last Jean mission. Chapter um, four, and, side chapter. Uh, th- this one, we meet the doctor before we go on. Um, mm-hmm. And I remember noting that because he was like in some fluid, like suspended in some fluid before he came. Yeah. Um, so this is and, where I figured out he was the bad guy because like that's homunculi fluid. That's it, straight up green. Not only that, but his armor was very homunculus like. When you looked at that was literally the one thing I looked at. I was like, his armor was like his coloring was literally white and green, which was what the homunculi were wearing. I was like, what is what's up here? No, the um, green fluid was immediately the tell. I was just like, I wasn't sure he was a bad guy, but I but I had I thought yeah. that where they're getting him from, like, uh, there had yeah, to so be like, some correlation. I was like, mm. he's the bad guy, right? Like I was like convinced, but like the there was a part <laughs> of me that was like, maybe he's not. Maybe this is just the multiverse version of him that's good. Yeah. And then I was like, I then he was the bad guy. Mm-hmm. I, like, I didn't like, think that I he was. It. The I knew it. I lost. I never questioned it. <laughs> I didn't think that he was the bad guy, but I was like, I think that he's either like being controlled by the bad guy because Bayonetta. Yeah, this is the first. Ba- this or is the first bayonetta that has not dangled becomes a bad guy the later. bad guy in front of us on a stick the entire game. Like two definitely did that. It was like, hey. We're going to the mountain. There's this boy that we're carrying with us, and he keeps being. And then the first one was like, "Yeah, your dad sucks." Like that was the whole plot of the first game. Your dad, dad sucks. That is a bad <laughs> Yeah. Um. So. Uh. Yeah. So moving on. Uh. Oh no, no no we're not moving on yet because we get uh what contra ripoff will be complete without a speeder bike section. Um. And then for some reason you get mid. Yeah game credits which i am not a fan of you beat the level and they give you credits uh the speeder bike they give you credits specifically for the jean portion i don't care i was like y'all doing the most y'all doing the most i I thought that was tasteful (laughs) because it felt like it felt like it was Normally, I agree with you, Jacob, right? Okay. Unless it's a fake out. I like the fake out credits sometimes mm-hmm. where, like, Donkey Kong Country, where everything was spelled with a K, and it was like, the the camera crew was all Ks, and it was the Kremlings. I, th- that was funny. But, like, this, this mid, it felt like, here's the team and the people that worked on Jean's, like, little spy story. Oh, and it okay, had some okay, really cool... Okay music to go along with it and it was like here's her like yeah. awesome spy tale now she's not her story isn't done because we still have to link her up with bayonetta but like this gameplay section of her is done and i felt like that was a very good yeah part whereas like viola's section and bayonetta yeah. were more tied together and they they get the same credits at the end i really felt like john's story was done by a i felt like a different team mm. right and yeah, a whole different has that it sure did. Yeah, it yeah. felt like a different a game. Different game. Felt it like a different a, game. Like all, it the, was a different the, game. The vibe was like over the top, like seventy spy show, and I loved it. Like it was just, it it was just. I don't know. Like I found the credits to be very cool, and I like I just sat through it, and I was just like, yeah, that was cool. I liked yeah. playing as John. Like it wasn't like the best part of the game for sure for me, but like that was cool. Yeah, so I, I'll give I'll give it to you on that basis. Uh, did y'all get her to turn into QDJ during the speeder bike portion? What what what? What are you she talking about? She turns into the superhero no, no, QDJ. 
power yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, I did. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, I don't remember what it, you get an achievement for doing it. I don't know how I did it. All I know is she went t- turned into Cutie J and was mopping the floor for like two seconds. Yeah, she turns into like this heart themed superhero. Yeah, and then you just started like blasting the enemies instead of yeah, which I don't. Know. I think wasn't she Cutie J in like one or two? She had like showed yeah. up form. Okay, I can't remember. Um. So then after that, uh, we are done with. The multiverses, and we go to chapter 13, which is the kingdom of one. Uh, so at this point, it's time to go to the alphaverse. Uh, Dr. Sigurd, um, who, as as we're all saying, we're like, yo, bro, you look like a humunculus or something. Like, you look like you a part of the, you the, wrong, the, as the girls would say, he's sus. <laughs> right uh so you're trying to figure out like you know are they in the time <laughs> paradox but they give us one of the tightest cutscenes in the entire game because they was like shooting like all the homunculi show up you uh you don't get to do it you just get to watch them do it but bayonetta and jean working together just piecing up the homunculi dunking the chaos gears into place i literally my my notes say yeah that's tight uh, <laughs> we because we got a full blown root welcome. Uh, we don't get to fight any of that because it was absolutely crazy what had to happen. Um, we go into the to the Alphaverse and Luca is there in the Stridelight in the Twilight Strider form, uh, talking about the voice that he always hears in the head, and we meet the dark version of him. Um, but we get a cutaway. We we yet we fight him, but we get a cutaway to a scene where Doctor Seeger reveals that he is evil, bad guy. He stabs Joan in the back, but then he cracks her heart and absorbs it. I was like, oh, because I was like, man, we gotta go save Joan again. And then he absorbs and like cracks a witch heart and absorbs. I was like, oh crap. I was like, yeah, there's no saving that. Yeah, I was like, well, that's uh, she's dead, dead. <laughs> she um. Feels. Yeah, so th- I think I think that was all that was it in this chapter. Like we we don't really get anything. They're trapped in there, and my note because my notes going into chapter fourteen, which is the last chapter, the single truth. I was like, are we gonna get some dang exposition? Because at this point, even I was like, I don't know what the heck is going on. And I'm like, y'all need to tie up some loose ends. Um, so all of the at- arch atoms are in. W- uh, one soul basically or something like that um mm-hmm. and so luca basically as the multiverses get destroyed because they're one soul luca basically loses control of himself and gets those powers um basically and then dr sigurd sigurd singularity that's the name i'm looking for dr sigurd is singularity which is the big bad that we saw yes. in the beginning that killed the bayonetta from um the opening uh the opening sequence there um so we're trying to figure out um so luca ends up staying in the alphaverse um it was a really deus ex machina he was like him and the other luca luca on or whatever was like yeah we're gonna do this and they i don't even think they showed how they got out it was just like they're out now (laughs) Uh, <laughs> yeah, he kind of jumped out. Yeah, what they showed. Um, yeah. And at this point, we basically uh, we run back the Godzilla rock paper scissors boss fight. Um, mm-hmm. Bayonetta is 
like basically mm-hmm. summoning different stuff. Um, Dama's uh, butterfly gets summoned, and we we literally uh, throw a Kamehameha through time through them into space. Uh, and then all the bayonetta show up at some point while we're fighting. Yo, hold on, you can't just like this was an amazing moment where it you're was. like so you can't just you can't just glaze over okay, this sorry, because, sorry, yes. sorry, sorry, sorry. Yes. because like you have this like back and forth between bayonetta and singularity and it's like yada <laughs> yes. yada and then you hear her voice again and you're like hold on a second and out walks bayonetta one no 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 i'm not there yet i'm not there yet i'm talking about oh. the multiversal bayonettas okay. we get out the there, multiversal Bayonettas that show up while we're in space. Yes, the that's several. What several I, that's why I said we get multiple Sorry. bayonettas that yeah, show up, and they're like, yeah, yeah like they're not actually dead. Yeah. Their spirits are with yes. bayonetta or something. Then they something because he Force like goes. he remakes reality, but somehow her will is so strong enough that she's like fighting him. And yeah, so you basically fight as all the bayonettas you've seen throughout the game. Yeah. Then you get back to Earth and you start fighting. You're in New York. And I started while I started playing, I was like, this looks like the beginning of the game. Like yes. the exact sequences are happening. You got the, the Doctor Strange graphics. Yeah. You got a cutscene that's very familiar. Bayonetta is once again locked up on the rocks. Uh, mm-hmm. And then Singularity remembers their previous encounter. And oh, snap, we're in a time loop. Uh, Bayonetta's about to die. And then it's like, and then all of a sudden, Bayonetta is saved by who, you might ask? Bayonetta from Bayonetta 1. And also, Bayonetta from Bayonetta 2. And you're like, yeah. Hold on. And this is where that that original Bayonetta jazz theme just, Bob and I, like, just comes in and you're like, oh. So, oh, this is so good. Okay, so let's talk some more about this foreshadowing um, in this game. So, if you play Bayonetta 1 and Bayonetta 2 on the Nintendo Switch, they give you a specific item uh, mm-hmm. that lets you buy the original guns from Bayonetta 1 and Bayonetta 2. Me being the player that I am, I see new weapons, I'm like, hey, bye, thank you very much. Uh, when you read them, because I also like to read everything in Bayonetta games, the guns specifically say that they were made by Rodan for a Bayonetta in another universe. Now, you can get these guns super early because I got them, I think, before maybe chapter two or chapter three. Yeah. So I had these guns very early. I read this very early. And in my mind, I said, well, doesn't that mean that Bayonetta one and Bayonetta two took place in separate universes? I was like. Nah, that's that's not what that means. And then when Bayonetta 1 and Bayonetta 2 show up, I was like, oh, that is exactly what that means. So all three Bayonettas for that we have played as players combine now, into the let me Super preface Bayonetta. This, we, we talked about this before, Jacob, but I, let me yes. preface this. That doesn't mean that Bayonetta 1 and 2 didn't happen in this universe. It just means that they are... Bayonetta's from different timelines as nah, well because multiverse. I I, I will theory. subscribe to the theory that Bayonetta one and two took place in different universes because there it it, and, it explains it explains their very That's sudden and abrupt hairstyle changes from each game because Bayonetta's hairstyle grossly changes from one to yes. two. 
one yeah. into three makes more sense. But the two haircut, I'm like, that is, she literally has short hair and then just hair on her body. So it makes yes. much more sense from one. Well, she can grow her hair any way she wants. She like can, this. but it makes much more sense of the original explanation we got, which is that her hair is her clothing, basically. I I pulled the same thing out of that. Is that those like Bayonetta one is okay. a, is one universe, Bayonetta but, two is a different universe. But and Bayonetta, Bayonetta and Bayonetta three and two both reference events in the previous games constantly. Just let me have this chair. Just let me have this. Sure. You can it can it can be <laughs> it can I'm, be I'm both go, ways. I'm, go, I'm still going They with are my... bayonetas from other universes, but they are also in bayonet like there could be a universe where Bayonetta never changed her style, right? She's stuck yeah. as Bayonetta one. Bayonetta yeah. two definitely were some stuck weird in ones. a different style. So sure. But it is for a fact in my brain, it is one, two three happened in a chronological order because she does reference events in one and two in three. Okay. And she does reference events from one and two. Um, and then, so you also get, um, what I think is a hilarious, uh, reference. Cause Bayonetta, you also get, uh, the summon from Bayonetta to, uh, Labelos, the destroyer mm-hmm. of fates. Um, and you so you still fight the good fight but at the end of it all bayonetta still dies hold on hold on on. go ahead during the fight you do get this awesome synchronization where you're playing all three simultaneously yes i did i did say that that. i said that i said said they all absorb into one and you do get to fight as no they are split. So you are no, controlling three though, characters so simultaneously they, at one point, which is what? amazing. I don't remember that. Yeah. They yeah. come. They, and then they, then they, yeah, they, they split mm-hmm. it first. So and like then when they you're doing together. the inputs, like literally so all three, three of them are fight. doing the kicks and the punches at once. Like, it's so cool. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. And you switch yeah. perspectives. Um, so good. Yeah. So we. So you. You. You kick the singularity. You just. You. You. You kick him down a notch and destroy him. But Bayonetta is 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 still getting ready to die. Uh, and Luca. Yeah, because she took some serious damage in the fight. Still. Yeah. And then Luca is basically like, "Well, I'm just gonna go down to hell with you," uh, which is. A sad ending, but at least now they've always the hinted at a relationship between the two, which I thought was weird because he was a little kid, and then she called him Cheshire. It feels like grooming to a degree. Was was he a kid in the first one? He was a kid in Bayonetta one. He was a kid, and yes, yes, he was. Look, man, when you when you transcend time and, and yeah, and the reason why he's tracking her down in Bayonetta they, one because she's get a little the confusing. witch that supposedly killed his dad when she was literally just protecting his dad from the angels mm. that were attacking that he couldn't see, like so. Yep. But they've always hinted at a relationship between them, and then this is like the confirmation, right? Like, yeah. like. And then she calls him Cheshire again. And then you start to make the connection. And then she's like, mommy, daddy. And you're like, oh, 
this is where <laughs> this is where they were going with this. That now, I like I said, I did figure out beforehand, <laughs> but like this is like if you haven't figured it out by now, you are. I mean, they were beating you over the head with a hammer with all of. I'm the... just saying, in this point, they if you didn't get it, you will get it now because right. like she is directly referencing them as parents at this point, probably from another universe or whatever. But you know what? So, and then Cheshire was, yeah, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot. So like, yeah, the, um, so the last thing they do that is really important, uh, because they call her Bayonetta, but if you've played the games for this long, you know that her real name is Cereza. Um, Mm -hmm. at this point, Cereza, and I'm saying that specifically crowns a new Bayonetta. And that is her multiversal daughter, Viola. Brian is giving the thumbs down. Um, I don't personally know how I will feel about a Bayonetta game without Cereza in it. Um, just because Cereza has been the lifeblood of the series, uh, her personality, yeah. her quirkiness, her confidence, the entire use of weapons, um and just the overall story it was it was actually gut-wrenching to watch her die like for real this time y'all like Mm -hmm. it kind of it almost felt like watching tony stark die in uh avengers endgame because it was just like oh like she ain't coming back for real (laughs) go ahead brian That's not a hundred percent true, though. She may not come back for real because I don't know if you saw the comments from the developers. They said their ending was maybe misinterpreted by people. They, they're not. They're not telling you one way or another. They're just I mean, point out that they Jean they said it. They set us up in the second and, one because they established their own canonical rules for how hell works. So they can explain it away in whatever Platinum Games way. But that said, we literally yeah, had a whole you do one. Rescue Jean. Yeah, yeah, we literally had the whole thing to rescue Jean in two. And her witch heart, because it wasn't damaged, they used that to like preserve her body or whatever while they went to go get the soul. They didn't even explain how all the other mm-hmm. Bayonetta souls were still there. Like I'm just so yeah. Like to me, I'm like, yo, we we need yep. Cereza. Like I I'm cool playing Viola, don't get me wrong, but I'm like, Cereza is where is that? Well, uh, I would. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, don't, 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 don't be surprised if that's I mean, not quite yeah. true. Like, we, if we do see her again, <laughs> though, I was, my gut was wrenched, and I'm not sure. I like, my, I'm giving the thumbs down for now. Like, if we end up playing Viola for the foreseeable future, I'm not sure how much. Like, if if what we got from this game is what it's going to be like, which I'm just assuming it's not, like. To to be fair, I'm gonna no. I'm gonna assume that it is. Sorry, until I see otherwise. We're because we're not talking about we're not talking about like Metal Gear Solid One to Metal Gear Solid Two, where you play Raiden, who is he just feels like Snake, but just with this different you know coat of paint, and he can do cool cartwheels. We're not talking about that. Viola legitimately feels like a completely different character to Bayonetta. Even even yes. how she activates witch time yep. is a different button mm-hmm. press than Bayonetta. Like her attitude, yeah, her attitude in which it's not the same thing as playing and like what Bayonetta she brings to the story. Yeah, Bayonetta and John yeah. almost feel like the same now, character. Like Viola feels like a mm-hmm. '90s punk rock kid yeah. that is mad at her parents for no reason. Like whereas Bayonetta mm-hmm. feels like this this um, I don't know. 
Madam. That's the word. Madam librarian dominatrix. Like. Sam, we got to get you a girlfriend, man. (laughs) (laughs) I do have one one complaint, though, right here at the end. You can see Kyrgyz pulled to hell with Luca, and then you get credits. Yeah. And then there's still actual gameplay. Yeah. In the credits, credits, which is which is usual for Bayonetta, which you wouldn't yeah. know that. Okay. that Why would very I know? Usual for Bayonetta. It is because you yes. play through the credits in the past games. That's cool. But they roll credits know, like never four times. I was like, I, I counted. Stop. They roll credits like four times. And then because yeah. they got you like put the controller down and then they're like. Oh, by the way, Bayonetta's darkness is going to test Viola now, and here is a secret boss fight. I'm like, what? Like, huh? <laughs> like I enjoyed that fight. Oh, I did I, too. That's, don't get me wrong. That's what I was like, wait a minute, that's a weapon I don't have, and a summon I don't have. And that's what inspired me to, after I beat the game, play even more to, to sort of test out the anchor. I don't like the anchor. But it's you know it's 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 not my it's now let me take that back I do like the anchor I still like the 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 rollerblades more like I do think it does hit well, a nice thing though a game with unlockables yeah. giving you hey you can go back and play more by the way you actually get an unlock for beating it yeah. right and then you also get the chimera summon uh, as on top of everything. Uh, which is a summon without a weapon, I believe. I don't think there is a weapon tied to the Chimera. No, there is. There is. I just don't remember what it is. Yeah. It, it it's reminding me a lot of like how I mean how Platinum did Astral Chain. If you play, if we have get a chance to play it. Up until the final fight, you're getting new things. Like uh, you, you just keep getting new stuff, and you're like, oh well, there can't be anything else added to this game. New game mechanic, and they're like, oh no, wait. New game mechanic. Here's a new game mechanic. Here's a new weapon. Here's a new something. And you're like, man, now I need to go back and play the beginning of the game again some more. That same feel. Yep. Yay. Well, so that's that's Bayonetta. Um, we talked a little bit about the music throughout throughout, but I do like Bayonetta music. I I like the the jazzy piano that they do quite mm-hmm. often. Mm-hmm. I like the viola music. I Chance, you said that was your favorite. Um, mm-hmm. Game, we went over gameplay first. Um, story, so like overall, how did you guys feel about the story? Like, uh, I didn't care, it was a little bit, it was a little bit formulaic, um, like in terms of like it was service. You, you, you go to the multiverse, you know, the bayonet is going to die, it was serviceable. You get the chaos gear, you move on. That said, it still had one of the biggest twists of any game that I have played probably in the past three or four years. Where I legitimately did not see the Deus Ex Machina coming, like literally, I could like if you, I I could not have guessed it in a million <laughs> right. years. Like so, when Bayonetta one and two showed up, my jaw was just literally on the floor, and I was freaking out. I was like, like so. To me, this is my favorite Bayonetta story. Period. Um. One is okay. Yeah. Two, two is so good though. Two's a little bit two's a little better than better, one. Though. I think two is better. Two is so oh, I like this better. one the most. No, I think two's better than three. I like this one the most by and far. Now I'm okay with two. Two I is think, good. Like I like two's story. Two was great. But two 
two didn't I, make me cry. I think this I think did. But that's only and because you have investment in all the series. As a standalone story, two stands high and above both of them. Okay. And sure. two is where you get to know a lot of characters. But better. I just want to say... Like all the characters that you're that caring about your now... your two's opinion. And the ones like that are all... Are okay. all important is from I'll give it two. to you. Yeah. No, no, I, I, it's yeah. fine. I'm, what I'm saying, why, what I like about two better yes. is that two's has stronger character development. Like, I'm really sad the that we characters dad, are, like by they the come way. to life in two because he took on he took on I all will, that uh, chaos in himself for me. And so yeah, would have been a nice. So like, I I mean, there is a lot of character development in two, right? But I, I liked how. For once in her life, Bayonetta felt like a fish out of water. Like there was a mm. lot of that in this and this story. And there was a lot of moments <laughs> where Bayonetta is just experiencing what's happened. And she's not her like not her normal confident self because she's like, I don't know what's going on. I need like like there was a lot more stakes in this one. Obviously, mm-hmm. personal stakes. Now she's always been super like in Bayonetta 2. Said and done. I'm just gonna do this. I'm gonna get Jean back. There's no doubt. I, you know, utmost confidence the whole time, and like, there's development there, right? But like this one, I felt like a little bit more connected to how Bayonetta was feeling about it because it felt like a giant goodbye the whole time too to Bayonetta. Like mm-hmm. the whole time was leading up, and like. It, it, and, and and not saying it is because we've, we've talked about she may as well just come back and we know it's not because we have Cereza and the Lost Demon like in a month less than like it's early this year it's supposed to be coming out I thought um March March 17th yeah it's yeah, sometime yeah. first quarter so yeah March uh, which is literally like Two days from now is the start of March. So, you know, like, and which was so soon after Bayonetta 3 launching, too, in comparison. Because, like, we waited how long for Bayonetta 3 after 2? Like, six years? Seven? Uh, yeah. yeah. No, 2014 is when Bayonetta 2 came out, I think. So, eight years? Yeah, because it was... Yeah. We got them re-released. Yeah, so that, that, that is said, I, like in my opinion, it's the best Bayonetta story. Um, I don't have a lot of complaints with the story. I didn't feel it was very formulaic, Jacob, but I also don't watch a lot of anime. So it, when I say formulaic, I'm only meaning like we go to a multiverse, Bayonetta dies from that multiverse, we get new weapon, we get new summon, chaos gear, wash rinse repeat. Oh, formulaic within the story. Yes. Not like okay. formulaic from other stories. Yeah. Yeah. Just sure. like I gotcha. Yeah, I'm not yeah, yeah. I'm not talking about it. I'm just talking You're like talking about that was the formula outside of, of outside the game. of other things. Just do this over sure. and over. No twists. The only yeah, twist the only I mean, twist we got was when they went to uh Arabia was, and we got two summons. I was like, Oh, okay, that's cool. And then when we got to the noir and she fought her mom and then she fought herself. I was like, Oh, that's kinda cool. You know, but yeah. they eventually well, they, they, they did establish a formula and then deviate from it like a TV yeah. show, essentially. Yeah. yeah, I'm okay with that. No, that doesn't, that doesn't bother. Yeah, it was serviceable. Okay. Um, so is there any other aspects we want to talk about before we rate this game? Uh, let's see here. 
Uh, Ch- Chauncey's saying no. I know. He's always saying no. Uh, we just dragged Chauncey along at this point. Uh, the new upgrade system, uh, we talked about that. It was much more palatable, though. Um, and you felt like... do in it, too. Oh, man. Um, I, I, I do want to ask this question because I put it in my notes. Is the spectacle too big? What I do no. know is that my mouth was agape many times before I realized that I needed to press buttons. Like a lot of times I was just like literally just sitting there like, oh, I need to play the game. <laughs> I only missed once. I only, I only missed once. Was... And then I realized I just had to be ready always. It was one time. It was, it was like, one time. I was like, was, oh, I'm, I should be was, doing things. It was so good. It was so much. And it was so good. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think that they, yeah. No, I'm saying I think they executed the worlds well. It's kind of reminiscent of like, to, go ahead. Um, I know I, the only cons that I have really is that there was like some cut cutscene stuttering here and there. Um, multiverses mm. seem to be big at the moment. I know that was a concern for me going in. I was like, oh, everybody's doing multiverse. I was like, oh no, they knocked it out of the park. They killed it. Um, and some of the pathing too was really clunky. Like I, sometimes I was like, I don't know where to go. Like, it was like, I thought okay. I could go over here. I thought I could climb this way because they give you a spider summon and then you had like a cool down on the spiders. Like, you can climb for uh, five seconds and then you fall down the wall. I was like, that. Yeah, they, they didn't want you to climb out of bounds with it. That's, that's, that's not how spiders work. Um, I hated that Bat Within. This is just a small. This is I'm nitpicking at this point. Bat Within, after three games, should not be an unlockable skill. Okay, just put it. On the dang lists. Okay. It's like Samus keeps losing the gosh dang morph ball. Stop it. Okay. Just give her morph ball. Hey, well, it got smacked out of her in dread. Okay. It got literally smacked out of her in dread. <laughs> At least they give her the, the crawling this time. Yeah. She needs to have a tighter well, grip. Speaking of which, one of the very few games. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so every once in a while, you get turned into a kid. As Sarosa. Oh, yes. And you have to like. Jump, oh, yeah. We never even covered that. Yeah, the time rewind. And you go push over this clock. And then <laughs> now you have this clock that you can jump in and do a really sexy spin in. And you're trying to set the terrain to the right moment in time to do a jumping puzzle again as kid. I thought that was pretty cool. It came up a couple times. But once I was like in the mode of I just need to finish this game, it just got the way. But it was concept wise, it was really neat. The okay. first, yeah, the I, first one. I didn't forget about this. I didn't understand what to do on the first one. <laughs> so I was it like, a I fixed the yeah. bridge. I fixed the bridge. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I just left it. Then I came back. Then I saw the second one. I was like, Oh, Jacob, you're an idiot. I was like, It's it's just that you just set them up and then you make the platform for her. But I just kept trying to rush over. I was like, I can't get there. Oh yeah, that first one. I did do it. By being fast on the first one. I'm not even joking. I like I got like speedrun strats in my head. I was like, jump off here, do the double bounce, jump over here, do the double bounce. Like I did it and I did it. Like I was like, yeah. And then I went to the next one and I was like, oh yeah, you can just mid. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I got hung up too. Uh also naive angel mode didn't really work. Uh, because they didn't like bleep cursing or anything. Uh, so there's really no point oh. in using naive angel mode. Uh, 
Um, yeah, the censored mode for like PG thirteen audience. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. it it, 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 it don't really help. I didn't old. use it. I was I'm an adult that, that had my own TV. So Viola curses like a sailor, and my kids like hanging in my room. Um, yes. we talked about radio wheels. Oh yeah, I don't know why they do this because it. I hated it in Bayonetta too, and I hated it even more here, where they do those comic book style cutscenes with 3D models that barely move, and it just yeah. feels like they wasted their budget and like really had to scale back. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan because the hair still like, like they'll, the they'll like slide them in, and then their hair will still it move. Is part of the charm, <laughs> yo. It re- so yeah. it reminds me of this like '90s comic book maker I had, like, oh, like it, which is it, I don't know. There's so, some sense of nostalgia to it for me. I'm like, they, I love it. I don't know do why. I might be the only person out there, but I love it. I do. Very action oriented. Like they have several very action oriented cutscenes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but like those ones are like, it reminds me of of like. Uh, a TV show or, or like you see this sometimes in anime where they over dramatize something by cutting it, splicing it like a comic where they're like, spe- like think of like speed racer where it's just like, they're just saying things, but they make it look super dramatic by splicing it into panels. They're like, da, 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 da. Like, like that's what it felt like to me as they were making it more dramatic by doing that instead of mm-hmm. just having them stand there and talk. You know what I mean? Like it put yeah. some movement into the game where they were mostly just talking. All right. Well. Yeah. Uh. So. So. Uh. Who wants to? Who wants to rate it first? Chance. Chance. So All I right. haven't said this yet, and Chan might have known, but I played on mittens mode. What? Like, <laughs> yes. I don't even get graded. Oh man! <laughs> and yeah, it was fun when I started before everyone else. Then I realized I apparently had months. I put the game down. In that time, I was a little annoyed by the first level. Once I realized, huh, I went the path that exactly made sense and explored. I thought a fair amount, and somehow I still missed two verses. Yeah. So after, in my opinion, wasting time to go back and get all the verses and get mm-hmm. the three animals, the frog, the cat, and the raven, to have the parallel level unlock, I was like, hmm, I'm going to effing hate this game if I do this. <laughs> so I just did what felt right, did what I saw, did not get hung <laughs> up about the first fight sometimes was vor- verse four somehow. <laughs> And like I said, I didn't change a lot, and there wasn't a lot from this game I was really invested in because there's definitely sport story moments and characters, and I was like, "Wow, I just don't care." I will say yeah, the funny thing I, about I... her her style changing a lot is some other friends have decided that we really need to talk about which anime characters we think are sexy. So that conversation coming up more than twelve times, I've had to look, well. The one thing I can consistently say is I really like braids. It was very weird that this happened to be a game that most of the time you see Bayonetta and two huge braids. But mm. for my investment, my enjoyment, 
and you know getting unlocks and the trees and all that stuff i give it a six like i think it suffered a lot for wow, me from that's not better caring. than i thought you would do wow okay yeah because you were giving some i hate this game vibes for a long time. now i hated cham pestering me about it at work okay for months hold on no, 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 You don't get to say that because what you did was I'm going to play some Bayonetta this weekend. Monday, we're at work. I We got downtime. I'm not doing anything at the moment. Did you get that any chance to play Bayonetta? No, I didn't. And I'm like, then you so try to talk about it while I'm asked. doing something and you're not, which is bothering me. All right. Yeah. Six out of ten. Yay. Yeah. Play the first two games. It was good. <laughs> All right, Jacob, hit us up. Okay. Um, I had fun with this game. I had a lot mm-hmm. of fun. And I'm happy to not be the Debbie Downer of the group for once. Uh, this I game. Mean, you weren't in Sifu. Chance took the cake on that <laughs> one for Sifu. Right. Um, for this game, for me, it did so many things right. Um, that and it was a, such a great send off for Cereza and they said they got more story apparently for her but I don't I don't know what they're gonna do at this point you know we've saved the multiverse um you know I think the only thing that's gonna is start cooking mama game with her down in hell. dude I mean it's either time or cooking mama at this point <laughs> and we're already <laughs> going back in time for the origins game um but yeah no it's it's from start to finish i had the most amount of fun jaw was on the floor spectacle was high everything they did was so freaking great that i'm like mm-hmm. you know it just talking about it makes me want to like boot it back up and play it again that's how much fun it is and i might go do that so bayonetta 3 for me Gets a 9 out of 10. Nice. I was really close to giving it a 10. I was like, I I need to hold that 10 for a very special game. Brian, what are your uh, end thoughts here? Um, Overall, when I got to the end of the game, I I felt like, man, this was a really fun ride. Story, like I said, story was serviceable. It, it did what it needed to do. I enjoyed what was there. Um, gameplay had highs on top of highs, and really, really, really didn't really let up in, in most throughout most of the game on like what was going on. Um, the negatives I did have, like I said, same thing as as, as Gmo, which is I really wanted to be able to swap the weapons, kind of you know more seamlessly, um, and. Again, I until like later, I was not looking forward to when they were going to make me play viola. Actually, I never, never was looking forward to it, but I was actually like, "Ooh, sure. like I hope I don't. I hope they don't make this happen too frequently." Until the end, I'm like, "All right, this is okay. It's 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 an all right change of pace. Just keep the level sh- relatively short. I don't want to play long levels with her because I want to get back to the person who's." the star of the show who has all the cool things. Right. You only have mm-hmm. one of the cool things now. Um, so 
with those things in mind, okay. Um, I give this game an eight. It's a really, really good game. Um, I, if you make some tweaks here, I mean, there, there's some, there's some great things here, like great things here. If, but if I start thinking about like those, those few warts here and there, uh, to me, it's 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 an eight. It's it's a great game. I had a plenty okay. of fun with it, and I definitely recommend. All it. All right. So for me, I'm just without further ado, it's a nine out of ten. I think I have. I think I have gushed all over I can where this game wowed me and got me. Um, I played this and then immediately played God of War Ragnarok and both of them hit me in ways I did not expect and or want to experience things like, um, you know, like it was, it was very, it was very powerful the end especially when all the bayonetta's come to help like help you and then like mm-hmm. again when the bayonetta one and two come to help bayonetta bayonetta three like that i think it was prob for me probably the coolest moment in gaming of 2022 for mm-hmm. me. like Definitely. it was very powerful and then immediately after that playing god of war ragnarok dealing with some emotional stuff that i was going through at the time and the uh, of 2022 and like it was just it was one one emotional hit after another um so it was like and uh, bayonetta was the first it was like the 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 first hit and then <laughs> god of war was the second hit so um uh yeah so i nine okay. out of ten um so uh that being said you know so we've got eight two nines and a six and i totally understand why chon's got a six on this one because he has no investment in the series and this game very much requires investment in the previous bayonettas um so uh the next time that we do bickering bucks is probably going to be a while um we have a lot of life stuff going on uh, for reference for the like I've been saying this in the weekly show, um, this is the last time I will be recording in this house. Period. Um, literally tomorrow morning at ten a.m. I am signing the documents that I own a new house. So like, gonna be moving, getting adjusted, and that kind of stuff. Brian's got a lot of life and work stuff he's got to deal with. So uh, Jacob, you've got some changes coming up too. Yep. And uh, well. And Chance is going to be helping me out with my life stuff, so I'll have to get a car. Uh, Yeah, that's true. I'm basically not working this week because we have three cars. One of them, Mom needs one. Chan needs for moving, and the other one went to Kentucky with Dad. Mm Mm-hmm. So yeah, so we've we've got a lot of stuff going on. So we don't know when the next one's going to be. It's not going to be soon though. Uh, so. And we don't know what that game is going to be because we got to talk about that when we get closer to that time. Uh, we have some ideas of what it's going to be, mm-hmm. um, but I don't want to get you know Mind the sweeper. audience's hopes up. Um, he said, "Don't spoil it, Chauncey." <laughs> so I played Minesweeper four months of Minesweeper. Now is it now? <laughs> <laughs> 
every day oh, three boy. hours big map all sadness okay i gotta play it now. that's funny because I, i've listened 10 out I, of it's 10 funny because there's a line Best about story in gaming and uh weird owls white and nerdy that comes up and i've listened to that song quite a bit lately so yep it is so uh thank thanks everyone uh for listening and we'll catch you next time on bickering bucks but be sure to turn and in, tune into our weekly show uh we've had some changes come on uh with that show too uh so we're we're changing up the formula for this year instead of doing like certain like every week like every month we'll do like a quiz and yada yada like we used to be doing we're actually rotating topics between guests this this time uh so uh sasha is teasing some sort of quiz she's gonna do for me so i get to do a quiz for the first time on the show um and uh ace will be telling us what we're talking about this next week if i can get internet up in time uh because yeah because saturday might be a tight timeline for recording so again thanks for everyone for listening be sure to follow us at hunter sub pod on twitter if you want to find jacob uh it's at Jacob Holloway IV on Twitter. Hey, yep, H O L L O W. I think it's actually Jacob dot. Oh, I can't remember. I think it's Jacob Holloway IV. I don't remember a dot, but I could be wrong. No, I'm thinking. Of, uh, I'm thinking of something else. Yes, yeah, Jacob Holloway IV. Yep. Um, but also, uh, like Chance, Jacob, me, anyone, you can also find us on the Discord, the Hunter Sub Discord, um, and then B Cubed eighty seven uh, for Twitter for him. And, uh, yeah, so hit us up, you know, tell us what you think. Did you like, uh, did you like Bayonetta 3? Did you even play it? You know, that that kind of thing. Um, I don't know how well this sold, but, uh, it seems like it did well. They're immediately doing another Bayonetta, like, four months later. So, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, have a good night, fellas. See ya. See ya. Thank you.